Buddy Murphy. Okay. Going. Never mind. Oh, they just signed Buddy Murphy. They're about to sign uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, and they're about to sign Jeff Hardy. That's three people that you technically kind of don't need. I mean, I at this very moment, Jeff will get them in the eyes. This is the Brohands podcast, by the way. <laughs> we kind of came in in the middle of a combo because we were talking yeah. a whole bunch of cash money stuff before the show. And I was like, why aren't we recording right now? This is Robert, an actual conversation. We don't have a lot of those. Robert stepping all over everybody's introductions and shit. <laughs> well, I did start recording. I had, to, I, had to, I had to finish my thought, guys. Let's go ahead and do the introductions. It's Marcel. Our listening audience. Of me saying this, it is Reeking, the founder, the president, the super agent to the Lone Star, Lone Star, Lone Star, Lone Star champion, main event, Max Heist. I'm Reeking Gilmore, bitches. How many times did you say Lone Star? <laughs> oh, times because he's oh, time champion. You should have said it five because there's five points on a star. You right. But. <laughs> <laughs> but He's a four-time champion. Like Booker T was five-time, he a four-time. All right, all right. Well, I'm Robert, and uh, I wasn't done. I wasn't Jesus done. Christ. Damn it! I wasn't Turn done. The fuck up, bitch. This is WrestleMania, and I'm in a Triple H match. I get all the damn time, okay? You get <laughs> tops. I get, yeah, I get catering. I get catering, right? Like Ali. Wait, hold on. Forty-five minutes plus entrances. So yeah, this is gonna be going on for. And man, pushing the hour. Mm-hmm. That's how a Triple H match. And your son, you ain't know. Forty-five Triple minutes H matches. Plus interesting. What is that? Should be an interesting fact. What is the shortest Triple H match? Is it his match with Warrior at WrestleMania? Of course it is. You said, of course it is. Thirteen seconds. No, of course. It wasn't yeah. no thirteen seconds. It was like Bro, a minute. It was thirteen seconds. I don't know. You you were there live carrying ring posts into the ring. You Yo. know. Right. You were yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not 13 seconds. It was like a minute. It might have been 55 seconds. I don't know. Robert's the podcast that has seen every WrestleMania, I'm sure. Yes, I've seen every WrestleMania, Enrique. <laughs> From one, he was at the first one, matter of fact. He was there. He looked just he looked, the way he looks now. That's how he looked back in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Well, on that note, I'm Robert, and uh, yes, I have watched every single WrestleMania, yeah, uh, one through one through thirty in one session before. Golly, oh, yeah, I had off for a couple of days, <laughs> a few days. It's when we were working at the Expo Center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, I remember working two days like straight, basically at the Expo. That shit was- I remember. I remember working 15. Shit, I remember working a double, and then I think it was like six six or eight hours later, I had to come in for another double. (laughs) That was the last time I did that shit. Fuck that. My first day working on the job over there was a a double. It sure was, because we were working a three days race concert from like three to 12. Then Johnny asked us like an hour before we were supposed to get off, like, hey, can you guys work till seven in the morning? I'm like, yeah. I was Robert's ride, so he had no choice but to stay. And then I was just like, if I if I go, if I say no on my first date, that kind of makes me look bad. So, yeah, I'll stay. Why not? Yeah. We didn't get out of there until about like almost 830. 
Yeah, Robert, <laughs> Robert was dying at like five. I, I was not happy because they promised you seven and I got out of there at 8 30. So yeah, no, I wasn't I wasn't too happy. Gerald was, that like, was my first first time ever doing that at a job. <laughs> Gerald was like, hey, your boy Robert ever like work 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 a double before? I was like, I don't think so. He's like, yeah, I can tell. That motherfucker dragging his feet, he tied in the bitch boy. But that last the last three to two hours, yeah, I was fucked. I, I I did not have fun those last two to three hours. You get used to it, of course, over there because you end up working a lot of doubles. But that first one, I I did not get out of bed until like five in the evening that day, bro. Like it was, yeah. I was out. That check looks good though at the end of the week. Well, for me it did because I had worked like six days straight plus that double. So when I got that check on Thursday, I was like, that shit was looking sexy than a bitch. Shit. That's crazy because oh, we were only working that's a lot. Hours an hour. Back yeah. Then, so, yeah, now part timers make $12.35 an hour. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you didn't know that, Alex? See, they, my girl's telling me they're sending people up at uh, McDonald's starting up at $12.50. Shit, bro. They still, I mean, of course, it's Tennessee and, you know, Mississippi. They still fucking around with minimum wage. At Wendy's, they're hiring at like eight bucks. McDonald's, I think, it's like ten. Yeah, bro, it's bad. <clears throat> and then if you're trying to get into management, that's when you get like thirteen to eighteen. And I'm just starting my. Uh, I don't start my job until the eighth of March, and I'm just starting off a little bit over thirteen. So that's just starting off. So once I show them I can take control over twelve schools, I'm pretty sure I'll be get like. 15 or 16. I'm so confused mm. by this. What? Um, well, well, we'll circle back around a little bit to what we were talking about earlier, but uh, the 2022 Wrestler Observer Newsletter Awards came out. Mm. If you we hold any stock into again. it. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it because some of these baffle me, but they always baffle me, to be perfectly honest with you. So we'll just do the top five. Or we can do, and we'll do the top tens for some of these. Wrestler of the year. All right. Kenny Omega. Then Roman Reigns, Shingo Takagi, Brian Danielson, Utami Hayashishita, CM Punk, Shuri. I don't know how Punk is higher than Shuri. Adam Page, Katsuhiko Nakajima, and then John Moxley is number 10. <laughs> All 10 so, of his wrestlers happen to be New Japan wrestlers and AEW wrestlers. You got like one and a half WWE guys on here. I say one and a half because I'm sure they took some of Danielson's WWE time into account his last run. Punk shouldn't be on that. Even though I've been even though I've been a bulk of this gonna be like his AEW matches. So yeah, far. no, Punk definitely shouldn't be on that list. Sure, he should definitely be higher than Punk. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he shouldn't even be on the list at all, in my opinion. Punk. He's not even top 10. I'll take your word for it. You know, I'm always down for punk slander. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not even slander. It's just being honest. He comes back and has like, what? He's only had a handful of matches. That doesn't qualify you to being top 10. Yeah. Am I right? I'm sure a lot of this is because he came back at all. And as much as it did nothing for me, it was a moment. So I'll give it that. A moment, but had nothing to do with him being like a top ten wrestler. Sure, I guess I don't know. That's just me. I don't I'm, know. I mean, I'm, 
I and I I'm I'm enjoying the CM stuff, CM Punk stuff with MJF right now though. I'm mostly so, enjoying for MJF. Oh, but, dude, did you did you hear that promo he cut last night? Yeah, I said yeah, either he's a baby his... face or he's the best actor I've ever seen in my life. No, that that he was giving you the origin stories of his being him being a villain. That was an origin story. That is the reason why he is a bad guy. <laughs> to me not after that promo i'm like now nah, you baby face just like murder punk with the chain i don't care at this point like <laughs> be punk and then no, sure well i mean some some yeah some justification it's just why you had you somewhat sympathize for him it's tag team of the year young bucks because of course no other team put in work this year not new day not the usos you know are they even on the list no, these are just that one doesn't have a top. I'm sure it does have a top ten, but um, well, well let me see. Let's straight up just go. Let's go to another page. Actually, uh, um, okay, yeah, category A award winners is there. Subscribers can click here to read a newsletter. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um. AW dominates the Wrestling Observer. WWE almost shut out. Of course. Of course. <laughs> it's like it's like us doing a award show and just giving all the awards to New Texas. I like I was said Roman came in a distant second. Roman Reigns spent the entire year's Universal Champion headline the two shows with the biggest gates, Mania 37 and SummerSlam 2021. I'd argue Roman had better matches but i can't really super argue that because i haven't seen i didn't watch any of the kenny matches well i may watch one or two but i saw all pretty much all of roman's matches as champion and pretty much all of them were good yeah i've seen all of them except the one with ray that's the only one i didn't see uh aw1 promotion of the year best pro dynamite one best pro wrestling show bucks one tag team mjf one best on interviews that's the only one i agree with out of this <laughs> to be honest, I mean, I guess you can give AW promotion of the year because WWE was mostly but 2021. I don't know what New Japan was doing, so sure. Um, uh, I mean, you, you can give it the dynamite. You said dynamite, right? Is that what you're talking about? Best pro wrestling show, yeah. As far as like, yeah, they got their shit together once they signed Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. Like yeah, that's because nobody that's because nobody watches NXT UK, sadly. <laughs> that's why. Um Bucks won tag team of the year, I guess. Mm. Again, because it's not like New Day or Usos did anything this year, or or the FTR or RK, or RK Bro, Jesus Christ, RK RK Bro is actually pretty entertaining too. I I don't know. I would give it to FTR to be honest. They kind of held it down, and it's not like they did it win a championship. They did win the Triple uh, H tag titles or Imperium. Yeah. I put Imperium over the Bucks, but you know. Freaking Mustache Mountain finally won tag gold, or at least the UK tag gold. Um, MGF best on interviews. I agree with that. Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros at All Out One Pro Wrestling Match of the Year. I need to see what else was nominated because I put that. See, because I put that on the group, like the five, the top five matches. Four of them, no, three of them were AEW matches, and I'm like, y'all bugging right now. You telling me yeah, not one match from WWE was in the top five, not one, not Roman Cesaro, not um, and Balor Pete Dunn, not Balor Pete Dunn, not no. When was no? That was last year. I'm thinking Dragon Walter, Walter. and uh, Walter Dragon. That was last year, wasn't it? 
Yeah, that was 2020. Yeah. Was it? Roman yeah. and Edge. Roman Edge. Um, I thought Roman and Edge was pretty good for WWE. Yeah, I what think other, that, Like, I, I like... That was old school. Like, they just went there and had a good wrestling match. But Cesaro, let's see. Cesaro and Seth Rollins is pretty good for WrestleMania. Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca. Yeah, oh, there we go. See, okay. So I'm just going to look. It says these are the top 10 best no, WWE matches according to Cage Match. Now, what were you saying? Rollins and Edge, SummerSlam, and there we go. See, like, okay. Oh, the Hell in a Cell match, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going, really I'm going through these. Ten. Now, none of these top 10 made the top. Maybe they made the top 10. I don't know, but they weren't even in the top five. And to be Completely honest. I saw the Bucks. Um, I saw the Bucks Penton Phoenix match. I didn't care for it. <laughs> that was that was me. I didn't see Osprey Takagi. That was probably solid. I did watch Omega and Danielson. That was great. That deserves to be up here. Um, was, yeah, that was a good match. I didn't watch Danielson Page, and I heard the Utami Shioti match was very good. That was the first one they had. That wasn't the one I showed. That wasn't the one I put in the group chat. That was the first one they had that happened, like, in the summer. Danielson and Paige, was that the – they the had one, two matches. The one, one from December. Match. Right, okay. That was a really – Marcel, you should check out that match. That was really good. That was a pretty good match. It wasn't better than Omega and Brian, but it was it was still up there in the same – I still don't know. So none of these matches – I'm about to go through this top ten made the top five. Cesaro and Roman at Mania, Backlash. Oh, that name so much. Just Backlash. Hey, guess what? They're doing it again this year. Yeah, I know. Balor and Dunn from Vengeance Day. <laughs> the numbers, guys. Walter and Walter Ch- and Champa from Stand and Deliver wasn't in the top five. Oh, that was a good match. That's that was a great time. match. <laughs> they killed each other. Oh okay, my god! Uh, How was that not in the top five? Reigns and Brian Brian's last match on in WWE was not in the top five. That was a good match. The men's money in the bank from 2021. Money that money in the bank was solid. The one big E one. That was a solid money in the bank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh Edge and Rollins at Crown Jewel. That was dope. That which was I heard was match. the was that the best match on the entire show? Yeah, I would say yeah. Oh uh, yeah, pure wrestling wise, yeah. Without a doubt. Uh the triple threat at Mania. Between Roman, Daniel, and Edge, the one that Daniel Bryan didn't need to be in, but you know, if if you can see it, I heard if you're there live, it was a good match. But if you watched it on camera, you probably didn't catch most of it because they Kevin Dunn was wilding that day in the truck. <laughs> that man was on speed, <laughs> something. Like, oh, like let me let me rant about that for a little bit. I was so pissed because I was looking forward to that match. I was like watching it with my mom, and I was like, I can't see what's going on. She was like, I can't either. I stopped watching. So my mom was like, her phone the whole time. I was like, bro, this shit's giving me a headache. I was like, bro, you don't need like 50 camera angles to shoot somebody getting kicked and punched. Just hold it on that one shot. Not only and you're good. You know what's but, crazy too? If they if you probably go back and watch it, they're probably gonna show it from different camera angles again. Because that's one thing I've noticed that they sh- when you replay different shows on the network. They show it from different camera angles than what they originally showed it from. I just remember when AJ Styles debuted and they had like their D team on camera that night because it was like frozen up in Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> and they totally and they up. totally missed AJ's entrance, so they had to re-edit it 
and put it on the network, it was like unseen footage of AJ Styles' debut. I'm like, they did it, they oh, did it the Edge actually being on camera. Yeah. Edge too, yeah, when Edge came back too. Yeah, like that's stupid. He wanted like his music hit. At least with Edge, you had the benefit of his music hitting. We didn't even know AJ's music yet. It was just like, whose music is this? Then you heard the crowd go wild, and you just see Roman's dumb face, just like, what was it? Yeah, like they they botched edges. Like they completely missed a spear. All you saw was oh yeah, was that it? too. I think it was Carl Anderson, the spear and Carl Anderson they missed. <laughs> I thought it was Ziggler. In one of them, yeah, they barely got the one on Anderson. I remember that Ziggler. Ziggler was the first one he caught. It's just take <clears throat> a moment. They pan to the crowd like a shit ton of times throughout a match. It's like I get you're trying to catch that, but. But I can hear that. That's my yeah. main problem with the fans. It's like I don't need to see their reactions. I can hear the reactions. I don't give yeah. two shits about what the fans look like. Stop showing me that. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's, how I, that's how I'm like. Unless there's a baddie in the crowd, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, a baddie. Has unless, okay, well, unless someone's pulling out some titties. And the camera don't need to be in. The that's camera. what I'd be like doing. They did in the attitude era with New Japan matches painted the crowd. That's what I'd be looking for baddies. Other than that, I don't care. Don't show me crowds <laughs> in New Japan. I'm like, don't care. Right. Um, that's the last thing. Speaking of AJ see. Styles, real quick, congrats to the boy. He got the bag. I love to see black men get paid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> three, three mil, dog. Three, three mil. mil. Even though he's easy payday. How much you want to bet? He's just gonna put over stars over win one more make, title. He might get one more title run, but that man go one more double. title run. That man he, double that back. He's uh, he's what pushing twenty years now. Yeah, yeah. Being like in the industry, mm-hmm. I remember watching him when I was in middle school. I was gonna uh, say it's. I remember when he's about to. I am. I am. Oh God! By <laughs> grit, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like the remix to it. The they get ready to fly, and then it's all the remix to it. I like that one. Kurt Angle's best theme. Is his TNA? Is his TNA theme? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's not his even TNA his most. But it's not his most iconic theme. But it's you know there was a. Uh, did you see that little argument? Right by John Cena, done by John Cena's cousin, the trademark. They did a little. Uh, I don't know if it was a poll or they just had a little debate on wrestling Twitter. Like, there's you know, always an argument on wrestling Twitter. Yeah, well, since we're both looking at the Brohams podcast timeline, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, there's an argument saying, you know, who uh, TNA, his TNA run, Kurt Angles, was better than his WWE run. That's what some people were saying. You can make an yeah. argument for that. I mean, he was in That's TNA an longer. argument. You could make an, you could make that argument if you watched both. And I didn't watch both. So. I watched the beginning of it, but once they start pushing more and more, especially when that, uh, the, the, the main event mafia came, that's when I stopped watching, but. When I was in the beginning, like when he feuded against Joe and shit, that was that's mostly what people talk about. That and main event mafia. Not a lot of people talk about everything after that. Well, I did yeah, I I heard main event mafia was good, but I think as far as like I don't know, they TNA did push him pretty good. Like he like I mean, you would think they would do, do that in WWE, but if you look back on it, he they they kind of did, but they kind of didn't. Like there should have been no doubt Kurt Angle should have been an undisputed champion first. I mean if you're gonna I, like technically, I would say I would say his WWE run was better just off the strength that he was a top guy when Austin Rock Taker and all of them were full time, and he was a fresh face and he got over as a heel. 
Like that's the reason I would say his WWE run was better. He and did. TNA, he did make event mania. So yeah. So I mean, he he was one of the few at that time that was a brand new face. Somebody that WWE produced. Like he went through the training center they had back then and came up to the came up to the main roster and they pushed him to the max. So I would say like, yeah, his run was better just based off that. Yeah. Uh, plus, you know. His TNA run was, I mean, and this is kind of credit to him. TNA was peak Perk Angle. <laughs> like, hey, that, that was I was that, just about to bring up Perk Angle. That was that boy Perk Angle. Like, so, so credit to him for doing some of that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, like see. one of his, one of his most memorable matches that wasn't Joe was his cage match against Anderson and Kurt, no, Ken Anderson. And Kurt has gone on record saying he, does not like that match, and to a lot of people, that's one of his best matches ever. Kurt himself. Does I not like oh, that hold match. on, that's a hot take. Hold on, I don't think that was his best match ever. You I said to a lot of people, that's one of his best of matches ever. Well, yeah, but I'm just I'm going to argue that since you just brought that up. My hot take is, to me, my favorite, the best match that Kurt Angle ever did in TNA was the match that he had with Nigel McGuinness in the two out of three falls steel cage match. Well, I didn't say best ever. I said one of. Yeah. Oh okay. well. I think that you guys should check out that match. That match is fucking fire. <laughs> he said, yeah, like it's, it. apparently it's one of his best matches ever, but Kurt himself does not like it. And because uh, he said Kurt, to him it wasn't wrestling. My favorite Kurt match in TNA is the first time him and Joe locked up. That was because, a fire-ass match too, yeah. That, like, <clears throat> that was my favorite one of his because it's like it was really, to me, like that match put TNA on a map and at that time, I was like, okay. I mean, it'll probably never be at WWE's level, but this this is a good alternative. That's what I thought at the time. Well, that's but. one of the matches that put them on the map. The other one was the Styles, Daniels, Joe triple threat. Right, yeah. and then the credit TNA for that, they they did a, a, an excellent job of building Samoa Joe up to, to that caliber. Yeah, he like, was undefeated at that point. Undefeated, yeah. he was a monster, and people he, he was undefeated in ROH too, so he... He was just destroying everybody. They made him like a million bucks. Like when they first had Joe, they booked him really, really well. And I think, I think he just kept time. getting hurt a lot too. So I, I don't know because I felt like he he never got a fair chance at the title after he lost it to Kurt. That was my main problem with the storyline. Yeah, I didn't he lost like, it to Kurt. It went straight downhill. I didn't like that era where he. Um, he had like the little tribal tat on his face, and he was oh, yeah, the, the nation of violence. And like, he was teaming with Taz. Yeah, Taz was his manager. Bro, what what the hell is this? <laughs> For, back the to this list. The last three matches on this list of ten best WWE twenty twenty matches in twenty twenty one that were not on the top five: Gargano versus Kushida at Vengeance Day. I think that was a match that we said Kushida should have won, or at least I did, because that was for yeah. the North American title, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep, we all. I thought we all wanted Kushida to win that. Yeah, one. I think Kushida should have won that because Johnny really didn't do much with that belt. I didn't like. I didn't like Johnny. His second. Deal, so. His second run, rather, he didn't do. Uh, a kid versus Jordan Devlin. I need to watch that because I'm sure that was fire. It's a kid. I think Devlin. we should. I think um, we should all watch that one because I like a kid. Oh yeah, that was at thirty. Oh yeah, that was an Iron Man match. I did watch that, and that was fire. I don't know why. So. Wasn't it something that we had to watch? I swear it was. I was like, 
I remember watching that shit too. How long of an Iron Man match is in an hour or 30? 30 minutes. I think it was 30. <laughs> I just don't watch it though. 30 minutes is so good. Uh, I remember when I first saw Jordan Devlin. I've said this a few times. I'm like, when I first saw this dude, I'm like, because they bigged him up. They're like, yeah, he was trained by Finn Balor. And then when I first saw him, I'm like, oh, God. He is, is he Balor. a Finn Balor clone? <laughs> and I'm like, is he a he Finn, like Balor Finn Balor's little, then, call Finn Balor Then Jr. I started watching him wrestle and I shut <laughs> up because Jordan Devlin is the truth. Jordan <laughs> Devlin is dope. And I'm like, nah, he, he's great. He's his own dude. He's not, for one, he's a better talker than Finn. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> like, Finn's great. He's not that great of a talker. Jordan Devlin is a great talker. All he do is walk around and talk shit. I was like, when he had the Cruiserweight title, I'm like, man, he really could have ran with that, but COVID kind of messed it up. And then they had the two titles for a minute because he couldn't defend it. So they gave it to Santos, who they really need to pull the trigger on. I'm sick of him getting world title matches. And I'm sick of him getting title matches and not winning. Yeah, you would think he would beat Braun Baker. But or well, I, I knew not. he wasn't. Gonna, I knew he was going to be Braun Breaker, but he faced Swerve like three times, didn't win, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like can they give him the North American title or something? Then he didn't beat Bronson Reed, and then they let Reed go, and I'm like, what was the point of him not beating Reed if you were just going to release him later? And number one, uh, no, I don't know when they do the selection, but yeah, Ilya and Valter was. 2021 and that still wasn't from takeover 36 wasn't that their uh, second match though yeah Yeah. which was also great the first one was better but the second one was also great yeah because i watched the second one i hadn't watched the first one oh you need to watch the first one i forgot what episode of uk it's on but that first one was jesus christ shit i'll watch it tonight then um pro uh most outstanding wrestler one was shingo takagi Apparently, WWE um, and AEW dominated the Positive Category B Awards. Tony Khan won Best Booker and Promoter of the Year. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I still don't know how he won Best Booker. Promoter, I'll give him. But I still don't know how he won Best Booker with Um, half the things I hear about being on AEW half the time. And I would go the opposite of you on that. I would say, uh, no, no, I wouldn't say Best Booker either. Never mind. How about to say? I, I would say I would say his booking got better, but I don't think it was the best. But then again, you didn't have that much to go off of because Vince didn't really book that well. Kind of, I don't know. Um, he booked Roman good. Let's just put it like that. He booked Roman great. Best pro wrestling draw, CM Punk. I don't agree with that. What? <laughs> Punk won best draw. I'm like over. What? The one thing you can give to Roman, he beat Roman, he beat Lesnar. I'd put Goldberg over Punk. But at this point, I'm like, wait, hold, hold on. WrestleMania 37, Money mm. in the Bank. Yeah, yeah he just, he just, he just contradicted himself. So didn't Dave just said that Roman gave him the two best uh, numbers that year? So it's like, what did CM Punk do? Yeah, I'm like, Robert, you watch AEW Weekly, and we've seen some of the numbers. Punk is not bringing in that much bigger numbers. No, like, Roman reason SmackDown went from making, like, one point whatever when he took that break in 2020 to where, like, they're making two million a week in viewership. How the fuck, how the fuck does CM Punk, oh my gosh, I'm done, I'm done. 
Punk got Rampage over a million when he debuted. Since then, Rampage has been nowhere near that high. Half the time, I don't think half the time I don't think Rampage hits over seven hundred k. Well, he got like four hundred. There you go. And Punk's been on Rampage since then. So it's not like Punk was a one-time thing and then just like, well, nobody sees Punk on Rampage anymore. It's like, no, he's been on Rampage a few times. Like, they still haven't reached that high. CM Punk is the best draw. What, his tattoos are, what, good drawings or what? Like, I'm like, that that that, that, that shows, I don't know, I'm like, that, that is biased. Bias. That's straight yeah, bias. That's- I don't know. I think, what, I think readers vote for these, right? Yeah, yeah, I think they do, but they are I mean, straight. I'm like Howard's members, yeah, members vote for real. Even if you hate WWE, right? If you hate it with a burning passion and just love AEW just to stand it because it's not WWE, you cannot deny that Roman Reigns is a much better draw than CM Punk right now. Dave just didn't. Dave didn't deny it either. He just said it in his own sentence that he was the top draw for the two top gross market, the WrestleMania and the SummerSlam. Then, that he needed, to be then he needed to call out his subscribers like, look, normally I rock with y'all, but what are y'all talking about <laughs> with this? It's like, Punk didn't even hit those numbers that Roman hit. Not even talking about TV like Rike said. Feud of the Year yeah, was Omega and Page. Sure? Uh, sure, only because it was like longevity, I guess. I mean, I, I would you say Rollins and Edge was better than this or no? Rollins and Edge, better few than Omega. Had uh, I would say better. So. I would say, I would I say mean, better. I would say they're saying the same power. But were you saying, Rika? I was gonna say it was better, but I didn't watch the other few. I just know um, Edge and Rollins kind of touched on like real life stuff in their promos. I don't know what the other guys did. I think I think Omega and I'm likely sure Omega and Page did, they did. too. They did. Well, and they did only because also they had longevity too. It all came full circle. They were tag team partners. They were friends. They were not friends. They were part of the elite. They kicked them out of the elite. There was some personal stuff going on back and forth with that. But most improved, take Conti, sure. Okay. Hey, on the, on another note though. Okay, this will end it. Okay, who, which one, which few wrestled in front of the most people though? <laughs> you, well, you know it's Rollins and Edge. They wrestled in Saudi. Like they wrestled in Saudi. Come on, and SummerSlam. Like so, uh, you know. And but, they, but if sure, but is but a counter longer. A counterpoint would be: was that a match that needed an arena or an arena that needed a match? Mm, with that think, one, Marcel. What do you oh. think, Marcel? I would say both. It might be a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, because it was already on the card regardless. So even if they were wrestling in a shack, it was already on the card. So. And they fucking main event at Madison Square Garden, damn it. That still means something. (laughs) That's true. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Brian Danielson, best technical wrestler, went to Brian Danielson. That was funny because he was talking about that on Twitter. (laughs) Brian Danielson won. He he won his own award. Isn't that the first time that's happened? No, I think he's won it before because when he retired, they renamed it the Brian Danielson Technical Wrestler Award. But then when he came back, he won it like four more times. (laughs) So, no, I think ZSJ won it like two times after he came back. Then he won it like maybe two times after that. So he won his own award. Can you imagine if that award was actually a televised award show? The winner of the... 
board. Brian Danielson and Brian <laughs> Allie Berry crying and shit. <laughs> I didn't expect this at all. Most charismatic CM Punk. What? <laughs> the readers of the of the Wrestling Observer think that CM Punk is the most charismatic. More charismatic CM Punk. I'm not saying CM Punk ain't got charisma. He does, but more charismatic this than is, MJF. This is PG old punk. More charismatic than MJF. Than Julia Roman. Hart has more char- charismatic. Damn. Than fucking CM Punk right now. <laughs> then. I'm just going down to people who I think are more. You know why Julia right Hart has more char- charisma than because she has an eye patch. I'm just she has an eye patch. She a pirate now? Like, yeah. Well, you missed it, Marcel. She got um, missed it in Alistair, her eye, I guess. Yes, by the Alistair Black. He only got one of her eyes. That's one of them. He sucks. That's, that's just <laughs> enough to change her, though. Alistair Black would have got both. Yeah, eyes. right. She's changing. She's about to turn on the varsity uh, blondes. Or, oh my uh, god! How will Griff survive? Um, I'm just saying, Punk is—he's more charismatic than MJF. No, than Roman Reigns, than Braun Breaker. Because even if you don't watch NXT UK, you cannot deny that Braun Breaker is a very charismatic dude. Oh yeah, he's a Steiner. He better be charismatic. Well, he's—I I can't say that because Rick didn't have that much. Charisma. No, Scott. yeah, he did when he turned heel. Nowhere near as much as Scott. Well, not as much as Scott. But nowhere near as much as Scott. Um, he was more charismatic. Champion. More charismatic than Will Osprey, who who was killing it before he got injured. Mm. Who who else is more charismatic than Punk right now? Miz, Nikki, Miz, 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 <laughs> yeah, Miz. Then Edge, <laughs> Seth Rollins with his terrible outfits. Yeah, but Sasha, I mean, Seth Rollins getting most charismatic. He's like all the, dancing around, being all goofy. Sasha, Bianca, like what? Yeah, they should. Becky, they should have like, gave, gave a woman an award. That would have been cool. I am begging. Oh, I'm bugging right now. Most improved take Conti. Sure, she could have that. Um, Loser Brody Memorial Best Brawler John Moxley. Whoa, sure. no love for Nick Gage. I thought Nick Gage and everyone sucked his cock. What's up with that? John Moxley's just diet Nick Gage, if you ask some people. So, more charismatic than Matt Cardona. Wait, did Matt Cardona won any awards? No. Wow, that's fucked up. Best flying wrestler, Ray Phoenix. Sure, I'll give you that one. He's injured. How is he the best if he's hurt? Well, he wasn't. Well, he... (laughs) Because he wasn't hurt when he was flying before, I guess. This fool broke his own arm trying to take a high-risk maneuver. Rookie of the year, Jade Cargill. Uh, what about Liv? Can we give some love to Liv? She stepped up. This Can you year. really call Liv a rookie, though, at this point? Jade's only been doing this, what, a year? Oh, yeah, you're right. Jade has been doing it a little bit. But over Braun Breaker? Like, like over Braun Breaker? Okay, no, that's an argument. There you go. Braun Baker, Breaker, whatever the fuck his name is. He only and had, I like, hate- what, 11 matches, and he was, like, the NXT champion? And I hate disputing this because I love to see Black Queens prosper, but come on now. Oh, no, Jade. Jade is improving. Yo, when this I was the last week from this week. Great improvement. This was the main, this was the main, main one that some people had problems with best television announcer was Excalibur. <laughs> Not Pat McAfee for Not real. Pat the fucking McAfee. That's what people were saying. Not Corey Pat. Graves. I would even give it to Corey Graves over Excalibur. No V Joseph, no Wade Barrett. Like 
<laughs> not even like Taz when he commentates Disc- on Dark. Excalibur. <laughs> so we just gonna disrespect guys- Byron Saxon like this? Yes. Yeah, yes. I guess. So. <laughs> no Jimmy Saxon Smith. Jimmy. Sm- no Jimmy. Smith. Jimmy. S- Jimmy, Jimmy Smith, Smith is solid. stepped up. He Jimmy stepped is up. Solid. He knows he's what he's talking about. He doesn't get overwhelmed. He knows moves or at least brings MMA experience into it. So it's he more tries legit. to. Anyone else? He's he sounds like Joe Rogan. Um, I'm more pissed off that Pat Mack kills me. Oh, yeah, no, nah, Pat McAfee. Cole did better this past year. Like, what? Part of I was going to say, you know, Smith is good because he makes things so, bigger than they are. Commentary. That's why. Say so what? I said the only reason Elimination Chamber was just an okay show was because Pat McAfee wasn't there. Because Pat McAfee can make the worst match sound like the greatest thing you've ever seen. So the match might- used to do it. But you know what match- he reminds me of, Pat? He reminds me of a little bit of Bobby Heenan, honestly. He gives me Bobby Heenan vibes. Pat Mac- some of the some of the jokes he says is really spot on. Now, fair play to Pat. He did congratulate Excalibur, so good on him. But how? How did he? How, how did he beat Pat? If it was a televised award show, I would have pulled a Kanye. I would walk right up there and said, Excalibur, I'm not happy for you at all. Pat McAfee is <laughs> not business right now, damn it. He gave yeah. Michael Cole a second lease on his career. He made Michael Cole's job a happy place. Michael Cole was miserable before Pat <laughs> came there. Best Excalibur, major. I don't I'm, know. Not I'm not done. Pat Will you McAfee be done soon? Save Mac. Save Michael Cole from sitting in a dark room listening to Drake songs. That's okay. Michael other- Cole listens to Drake. Best major wrestling show, All Out. What was all out again? That's the one when CM Punk came back, right? Not money in the bank. Yes. Well, no, the reason why. In the money in the bank. That all, that makes it a great show altogether. Well, because all out had two debuts, and then you money don't really in the do bank that. John Cena. Yeah, it did have John Cena coming back. Um, it had, damn it! Just because. Well, if you say if if, if it, I don't know. I guess all out, but money in the bank was a pretty good show too. John Cena came back. You know what? All Out shouldn't win Best Pro Wrestling Show because it had Paul White versus QT Marshall on it, and that was horrible. <laughs> like that mess was terrible, bro. I'm like, yeah, okay, last time we okay. showed Big Show in a match, he wrestled Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. And His next match after he got beat up by Randy Orton and sentenced to AEW was he faced QT Marshall in a match that went three minutes and it felt like thirty because mm-hmm. nobody cares about QT Marshall. <laughs> at all and it was just like oh my god yeah i think the reason why they said all out though is because i don't think it's ever happened before where there's two wrestlers that debuted on one show oh yeah because uh, Cole came not back on the at paper. the end of it but cole and brian so it was just like a double whammy and that doesn't usually happen on pay-per-views yeah but john cena came back at the end of money in the bank and i cared about that way more mostly because yeah. i had just seen brian like last week <laughs> so and cole last week well, actually, Cole, it was like two, three weeks. But I had just seen them on TV beforehand. I hadn't seen John Cena in months. So. Mm-hmm. And it also had Britt Baker versus Statlander, and that was kind of mid. Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima was also mid, and it shouldn't have been. That was my pizza. Well, I was gonna say, Jericho, beat the MJ- best- Jericho beat MJF when he shouldn't have. If you want to call it the best pro wrestling show, no, because that's not like you're, you're they're saying it right now. The wrestling itself wasn't the best. It was just all about the the surprises. 
best wrestling chaos. maneuver. Best wrestling maneuver is Adam Page's buckshot lariat. There are much better moves than Adam Page's buckshot lariat. It is a good move, though. I don't know that what goes. In, be- I don't know what goes into what they think best wrestling maneuver is. Do they mean like moves that are protected? Because if that's the <laughs> well, case, it can't be the Canadian Destroyer because everyone does that move. Nobody cares about that. If we're talking about moves that, like, if their category <laughs> right is moves that are like protected, then no move should ever beat the end of days. Because I don't think anybody's yeah, ever kicked thing, out the end yeah. of days. <laughs> no, that thing is still going. Yeah, but no one's ever kicked out of that. Corbin is the most devastating move in wrestling, and nobody talks about it. They protect the hell out of that move. Keys. Corbin's been almost undefeated now for a year. Yo, <laughs> what? that's what happens. We have a positive attitude. You don't know that, Alex. He hasn't lost the match since last August. Since he became happy, Corbin. Yeah, since he's been in happy Corbin, he hasn't. Pa- that's that power of positivity. He should join up with New Day. Honestly, he should. I want some new, something new in WWE. Just give me. I a thought they were going to make him he, baby face. Like he needs to be New Day's manager. Right, I do so. Like when Kevin Owens is kind of weird. Day, I thought that was Th- that's great. weird. It's kind of weird if he's their manager because he's bigger than both of them. <laughs> so it's like, it's not like a Diesel Sean thing, because really they don't uh, really like. Yeah. they don't really like need Corbin. But it'd be funny. It'd be a funny visual. The also, kids. respects to Mad Cat Moss. Hopefully, that man's neck is okay. Uh, mm, nah, we gotta talk about that show. Yeah, we're about while. to. Um, okay, WWE won mostly the negative category B rewards awards. <laughs> worst, pro- they won is over of all time, bro. They There's won so worst funny. promotion of the year. Uh, the worst promotion of the year is WWE. Yes. No, I they hate. Won, I, I don't get- I don't think WWE's doing that good right now, but it's not the worst. They won worst television show with Raw. Worst major wrestling show with Survivor <laughs> Series. Okay. Uh, those are argumentative, I guess. Worst because... television announcer with Corey Graves. <laughs> worst? Corey Graves is not even the worst one in, He's not even the worst in what WWE. Most disgusting promotional tactic. WWE firing wrestlers during pandemic while setting record profits. Just tell me you don't know how companies work. Just say that. Just tell me you people don't know how companies work. God, I can understand hating WWE, but the, the a company making billions of dollars does a company making a billion dollars doesn't mean they have to keep everybody on staff. Right. It is a pandemic. Right. You ain't trying to kill your staff. Now, if you want to argue how the hell they let like guys like Alistair Black and Keith Lee go, that's fine. But like the rest of them are fine. They were had 90-day no-competes, and they were – well, not Aleister Black. He just went straight through. Well, he had 30-day, but they were getting paid during that time. They weren't just sitting at home wondering what they were going to eat the next day, chomping on SpaghettiOs and ramen noodles. They had money coming Try in. Yeah, you're getting the flashbacks now. Uh, worst match of the year, Damian Priest versus The Miz at Backlash. I'll give you that. That zombie match was oh. terrible. Also, oh. Miz freaking tore his ACL on that and still finished the match like a champ. No, they don't want to say that, though. They don't care. I didn't even know. Worst feud of the year, Orton versus The Fiend versus Alexa Bliss. Okay, yeah. And worst gimmick, Alexa Bliss. There are way worse gimmicks. (laughs) I would say Nikki ASH is pretty bad. Yeah, that was a pretty bad one. WWE won best gimmick with Roman Reigns. So you say Roman's got the best gimmick, but he's not the most charismatic and he's not the best draw. Who? Oh, oh, also, funny thing is they, WWE has the worst gimmick and the best gimmick, and AEW doesn't even have no wrestlers as a gimmick. So what does that say? 
Yeah, how does <laughs> AEW not have worse gimmick when they got freaking the Dark Order and Orange Cassidy <laughs> and the best friends? Hold on, they, and they whatever Matt Hardy's doing right now. Oh my God, bro! The the best friends are are they still in cahoots with Chaos or Jericho doing yeah. whatever he's doing? Yeah, of course they're still in cahoots with Chaos. That's, that's how they get the pass then that they're in cahoots with Okada. That's how they get the pass of not being a bad tag team. <laughs> um, they're, best they're, non wrestler. Best non wrestler was Paul Heyman. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, Ricochet was most underrated. Yeah, they're doing nothing with Ricochet. And Evil from New Japan is most overrated. <laughs> they gave Evil Damn. the overrated? I'll give you that because you know what? I'll, I'll slightly know. agree with that because New Japan really tried to push Evil as double champion. They really did because once he joined the Bullet Club, they started really pushing him hard. And I like Evil, right? I like Evil. Now, my, my male brain hates evil because he's with Io Shirai but my wrestling brain likes evil <laughs> always liked him I thought he was good um I thought he was easily third but now he he just he's been demoted to like fifth in LIJ but for the time before like Shingo and before Shingo showed up I had him as third for me in LIJ behind Naito and Sonata Sonata also congrats to that man. He is the U.S. champion right now. I still think that belt is hideous, but it's just funny that two Japanese men who barely know English are the U.S. champion. But anyway, <laughs> I remember when Kenny burst with it, but I was like, yeah, somebody know, who knows English. Then Juice won it. I was like, all right, cool. Moxley won it. I was like, all right, cool. Didn't Cody win it too? I think he fought for yeah. it, but I don't know if he won it. I'll check real quick. No, he won. You don't know. I he think it Juice. was at the... Yeah, it was at the LA show, I think. Yeah. Because you know what? There's no way in hell he's winning it in, in Japan soil. Damn. I'm just Is that how you feel about Cody? Bro, there's rumors there's there's rumors going around that he's gonna be this uh opponent for Seth or Brock coming don't up. Say that. Please don't say that. That's 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 like this Monday coming up. Don't okay. say that. Now okay, here are here are all the, the champions. So far, I'll talk about it more later for the U.S. title. Before we go back to before I go back to my point about evil, Kenny Omega was the first champion. Then Jay White, I forgot Jay White had. Oh, then Juice, then Cody, then Juice, then Moxley. Then it was vacated because COVID. Then Archer won it. No, it wasn't vacated. Yeah, it was vacated because COVID because Moxley couldn't defend it, so he had to vacate it. Then Moxley won it back from Archer. Then Archer got it again. And had it for like less than a month. He won it in Garland, Texas. That tells you right there. He won it in Garland, Texas. Um, <laughs> then Tanahashi. Okay. Then Kenta. Then Tanahashi again. And now Sonata. Ooh, Kenta and Tanahashi for that title. I might have to go watch those matches. Did they just elevate the belt? Or am I tripping? No, if they why you got the belt. Because you got, again. Why you got, Tana, why you got Tanahashi and Sonata winning the belt? Are they going to unify the intercontinental? Because they ain't got no no Americans in there right now to feud for it. Well, Jay White's (laughs) Australian, but still, everybody else was like American. Now you got a bunch of Japanese dudes feuding for it. I would have gave a pass to Kenta because he spent like three years in the U.S. And I think he still lives in Florida. So, like, you know, he honorary American, but Tanahashi and Sonata, not so much. John Moxley has the longest title reign with 694 days. 
with yeah, two reigns, with two reigns, and it's juice at two thirty-seven. How long was Cody's reign? Because I know Cody didn't have it long. Ninety-six days. Oh wow, he held it longer than I thought. I thought he held it for like fifty. No, he had it for ninety-six days. Then Juice had it for one hundred fifty-two after that, and then he lost to Moxley. So back to my point about Evil, they really tried to push him when he joined Bullet Club, and for and I saw some of the shows where he was champion. It just did not take with people. They were just Mostly, like they were just Japanese like people were serious about their factions. They were like, yeah, was I was like, cool. say- yeah, but they were like, yeah, Evil is cool, but you know. Do you he think it's because they kind of, yeah, I was going to say, do you think they did the whole WCW thing where they did the same thing one too many times to just have someone join Bullet Club? Probably no, I think that had to do with it too, because that was going to get, it's kind of getting watered down at this point. Maybe Bullet you know Club is mean? pretty, Bullet Club right now was pretty oversaturated. A lot of them, who, like, I'm going to look at who's in Bullet Club. Uh, right I know. They just, so it's G.O.D., it's no, they just the, kicked him out. No, they, no, they're out. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Jay, Jay White kicking them out. Okay, there's, there's like the a U.S. Bullet Club and there's a Japanese Bullet Club. I know bad luck. Is the still... U.S. Bullet Club is Chris Bay, Doc Gallows, Jay White, and Carl Anderson. Um, <laughs> they mostly show up on New Japan Strong and Impact. Uh, it really says something when like the two predominant pictures they have of Bullet Club are the Prince Devitt era in the in, in the AJ Styles era. The two most popular eras of Bullet Club. Um, and the Japanese members are Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, Dick To Go, uh, El Fantasmo, Evil, yeah, Gato, Hikuleo, Jado, Kenta, Sho, Taiji Ishimori, and Yujiro Takahashi. No, Jay White? Or did you say no, Jay White's White? part of the Amer- US Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. But the Japan Bullet Club are guys who pretty much just stay in Japan. They don't go anywhere else. Yeah, but yeah, they kicked the, uh, they kicked the, yeah, they kicked the gorillas out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that just happened like a few days ago on Impact. Uh, according to the Bucks, they never liked them to begin with. So, who cares what the Bucks think? <laughs> so, you ask me, is like well, who you got the Bucks well, or the gorillas? The gorillas, well, all well, day. Right. Right, right. Well, I'm just saying the reason why the Bucks chimed in is because this is all part, I think this is all part of Jay White and Adam Cole's plan to bring back the Bullet Club. Adam Cole wasn't even a great Bullet Club member. Yeah. I, thought, I, I don't, I thought I don't know about AG was a better Robert, member. name one notable thing he did in Bullet Club. Win the ROA championship for the third time. Was he in Bullet Club when, when he did that? Yeah, he beat Kyle O'Reilly for it in New Japan uh, Wrestling Kingdom. Did he, he join after or? No. no, he was already a member. <clears throat> he was already a member at that point for almost a year. Yes, he won the ROA Championship for a third time in the middle of a wrestling show where nobody knew who either of those dudes were. Well, they knew Kyle O'Reilly. No, they knew Adam Cole at that point because he was touring in Japan. I watched that show. Year. They barely reacted to that man unless he did Adam Cole Bebe. That's it. I watched that match. That match was dead silent. I mean, silent for Japan crowds. There was not much pop for that match. It was good. But they weren't checking for those two. Well, well, for a title that Adam nobody Cole, had even seen over there. And he must have not been touring that long then. That's probably what it was. Part-time members. Oh, okay. Amber Gallows, Brandy Rhodes. Oh, Jesus Christ. King Haku, Stephen Amell, Tokyo... Tokyo Latina was a part-time member. Ain't she an actual member now? I feel like she's always been an actual member. I mean, because she so always she's be, paired with she always Ujiro. Ujiro. 
That's why every time she come out, I'm like, every time she comes out, I'm like, you drone needs to win this match. Right. Stephen Amell was a member. I totally forgot about that. Oh, God. Scott Demore was a member. But anyway. Jeff Jarrett was a member. Yes, he was. Sadly. Kazarian. Cody Hall. Who remembers Cody Hall? Does he still even wrestle anymore? Cody Hall? I don't think Probably so. Probably not, bro. I don't think he's wrestled since, like, shit, at least 2018. Looks like just like his dad. Well, he was an MLW. <laughs> Wait, he got signed in December 4th, 2020. And then the next day he got released. Damn. <laughs> like, charge it to the game. <laughs> Right, but Alex, so like COVID. I was telling you, it's because yeah, COVID. Like I was telling you, that they were saying that that Cody's rumored to have three matches, and I already know one of them's not true. But I know him and Brock some, ain't gonna happen, even if he comes back. That's no. Well, happen. I mean, no, that's not the one that's not gonna happen. They're saying that he, he well, might be him the and Triple H. Of, no, him and Edge. I don't think that match is happening. They said really? it might be him and Edge, but uh, they're saying it might be him and Triple H, him and Seth Rollins, or him and Brock Lesnar. I think the one that makes them two two of those are believable. One of those is just out of yeah. out of this galaxy. Okay, let me guess the Seth Rollins one. No, I was gonna say Triple H, but that's me. I mean, I've I've said like the easiest one to do would be him and Orton. I mean yeah. the story. Yeah. And you know Orton like, gonna give a lot. Yeah. So yeah, he likes Cody. And right. Cody yeah, love but- him some Orton. I think that's a feud for later down the line. I'm just, just thinking they're saying that for like his first match. I think Seth Rollins makes the most sense if they don't go to the tag team route with him and uh, how Owens. does Seth Rollins make the most sense? Yeah, what's story? Right what's there? the story with that? Because Seth doesn't have an opponent at WrestleMania. That's not a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> just, I know that's not a story. That's just putting just a square peg in a round hole, like <laughs> which W which WWE does constantly, Marcel. Like, what do you mean, Robert? You didn't like, even you answer the question. The fucking... But you didn't answer what? the question. What do you mean? So we asked you the. Oh my god. You know what? I'm moving on. So I'm, I'm saying I'm, no. I'm moving on. No, no, we're moving you on. Understand what I'm trying to say? You're fucking. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Um, you know, that's the story that doesn't need to be a story, but yeah, you're right, it doesn't make sense. But that's, I'm just saying, that's the most logical that logically they should just wait until after WrestleMania, but they're not going to. If it's wait, if it makes if it doesn't make sense, that means it's not logic. Jesus Christ, my brain hurts, you know. Okay, the most logical story is either Orton or Triple H. That's it, really. Those mania wise, anyway, those are the only two. Um. I'm just gonna laugh when it's him and Seth Rollins, just to let you know. You can laugh, Robert. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling no. you what it is. Because if I, you guys are, yeah, I'm just telling you what it is too. They Mar- don't need a story. They've proven it so many times before. They're just like, oh no, nope, there's a match. Deal with it. The numbers. I really don't like Seth. it. Get over it. I really don't want Seth to take any more losses. I just don't want Robert to be right in this instance because he's right for the dumbest things and it upsets me because WWE does the dumbest things and I've been watching them do the dumbest things since 94 so it's like you really think that the same person who did the dumbest shit in 94 is not going to do the dumbest shit in 2022 yes because this it's is the, the same, same man that bo- this is the same guy that booked a great series of matches with Stone Cold and The Rock for like three WrestleManias, almost three consecutive WrestleManias. And he's the same guy who also booked three matches with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And he 
And he booked Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. I mean, Roman, hold on. Let's put some respect on those matches. Those matches aren't bad. Well, the last one, the last one where Brock got so mad he threw the title at Vince is probably the worst one. But yeah, that's 34. Was that 34? I guess. I wouldn't. I mean, Roman's one of the few big guys that can get a good match out of Brock. This is also the man that booked Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero. Was also, going to book Sean versus Eddie before Eddie sadly passed. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Put some respect on Vince's name. He's done some great shit. More I mean, or less around Mania time is when Vince seems to get the fog out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> he books decently. Mostly. I don't know. But I don't know about this year's WrestleMania, but yeah. We're getting Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. Bianca's finally going to get the chance. Now, yes, we should get Becky versus Ronda, but I'll take <laughs> Becky versus. I'll take Becky versus Bianca. I'll take it. There's a story I'll there. So. Only because Bianca, yeah. Well, Bianca doesn't. I don't know. Bianca, she should have won her win back at like, There's a story, so that's fine. The bigger is story, story is the bigger story is Becky Ronda, but they don't want to do Becky Ronda, so they'll do Charlotte Ronda. Because, I'm telling you. Because They're Charlotte needs something shares. to do. Like, It'll because be Charlotte needs something to do. It's the WrestleMania. It's just I mean, WrestleMania backlash. If that's the main event, I might leave before the show ends. Bro. They, How um, would you want to bet Becky and Bianca are going to open night one and then Charlotte uh, and the close night one? Just have them open night two if you're going to have Ronda and Charlotte do night one and main event night one. Oh my god, and what Logan Paul is gonna be a part of WrestleMania again? Hey, he's teaming with Miz, it's fine. Logan Paul puts beats. This has been proven. Actually, kind of does. I mean, I don't really <laughs> have much of a problem with Logan Paul. His brother is, you know, but Logan Paul's eh, decent in my book, I guess. He's fine. Yeah, I I'm like, that's a money grab right there. Yeah, that's that's the money spot for Manian. What and who's shouldering that burden once again? The Miz. So <laughs> Yeah, second year in a row. Because he also had the Bad Bunny match. <laughs> so, that, that boy Shit, I, hey, I, I was honestly expecting Bad Bunny. I was gonna be like, oh man, funny. he's he came to he came to Miz's side. You know, really he saw Miz's thinking. Is Bad Bunny, the best celeb plot twist. I like that. You know, that's that oh, yeah. a good story. Is line. he like the best rest celeb wrestler ever? Maybe another, I, he's probably in the top. top. He's he's in the top three. I was, I was, I was, I was saying that too much. Johnny Knoxville has his match against Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Uh, that, but that buddy, I would say, yeah, because I mean, he actually moved to Florida, trained under PC to get ready for that match. There's not very many people that were celebs that can say they did the same thing. I mean, it'd be like who'd be top three? Him, Stephen Amell, and Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, I was going to say David Arquette. Arquette, yeah. He's top five. But he also let Hannibal almost murder him, so. Yeah. Okay, so who? I'm trying to think of another celebrity. I mean, Snooki wasn't wasn't bad. (laughs) Like, she's top ten. Snooki wouldn't be. Snooki wasn't horrible. You could Tyson Tyson really. Tyson never had a match, match. But that's true. But his involvement did turn the tackles before the Sure. That was most yeah, yeah you I'll it. give you that. But I'm like, yeah, yeah he'd be in top five. Yeah. Uh, did you guys ever see his uh, Lawrence Taylor match against Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania 11? Oh, yeah, LT a legend. LT, 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 yeah. LT top LT five. Is definitely 
Yeah, LT's not five. I'll give LT. LT probably is. LT probably is five. <laughs> so, do we consider yeah, Mongo? Do we consider Mongo a? No, because he actually a became a wrestler. He became an actual wrestler. So, but I mean, he was already like big time famous, being that Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Well, would champion. You would you but, count Kevin Green then? If yeah, because he. I would say Kevin Green. Then, if we can't count Mongo, then. I would count Kevin Green. I mean, I just don't count Mongo because he didn't retain his. I mean, he, of course, he retained his celeb status, but he actually became like a wrestler, wrestler. So he didn't just do a one and done. That's what so I mean. I, okay, I would okay. Put, okay, if not Mongo, then Kevin Green did because Kevin Green did do a one and done. Mongo was a dang horseman. <laughs> Damn it. Mongo was, Mongo a, was horseman. a horseman. <laughs> oh my God. Why are you going to have to put those flashbacks on me, Marcel? That was when that was when they really were slinging the name of the horseman through the mud. They made Mongo I... a horseman, bro. May you rest in peace. Uh, who like, was the other band that made a, a, is Mongo a dead? horseman? That, he... that was just so bad. I remember the storyline where Jeff Jarrett was trying to I believe be a so. No, I know Kevin Green <laughs> died. Um, Tom, who was the other guy, Alex, that they did in the early 90s that was this ridiculous Tom Roma? He was uh, on a strike force with uh, Tito Santana, right? Paul you know I'm talking about Paul, Paul Roma, the good-looking cat, but he had zero <laughs> charisma. Yeah. They made him a horseman, bro. Do you remember that? That was god-awful. Everyone was saying, oh, Sid was the worst choice. And then they put Paul in there. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? The guy who teed with Chico Santana? Okay. Oh, wait, yeah. Mongo isn't, is is still alive. He just has ALS, sadly. Sadly, yes. But Mongo, Mongo actually did a, a couple things with WWE with LT for WrestleMania 11, too. Yo, That's he's a former he United States start. heavyweight champion. Yes. He, he, who did he beat, Alex? Do you remember? Lex Luger, he, I don't know. I'm a little bit Jared? He beat, I think he might have beat Jared. I hope not. That would have been bad for Jared. I'm looking for it. Uh, Is it bad? Yeah, would have been in the 90s that he won it. 90, what, six, I guess, maybe? 96. Yeah, 97. He beat, yeah, he beat Jared. I knew Jared. it. I knew it. At Clash of Champions 35. Why did Jared do that? I would have not talked about the Mongo. I'm sorry. And then he lost it to Kurt Henning. Mongo did? Yeah. Who lost it to DDP? Who lost it to Raven? Who only had it for one day before he lost it to Goldberg? <laughs> they they, see, that's why WCW fucked up. Okay, yeah, that is 97. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the, the first match. It was the first match on that card, and it was eight minutes. Mongo and Jared in an eight-minute match. Woo, Jared was carrying that whole thing. Yeah, no, trust me, I know he was. Bro, Alex Wright beat Ultimo Dragon at that show. What? That actually was a good class of champions. What, what for, number uh, was that again? For the world so? title, 35, 97. Raven was beat Stevie the... Richards in an ODQ match. Jericho beat Eddie for the Cruiserweight title. That was a good match. That was a good match. Psychosis, Silver King, Villano 4, Villano 5 with Sonny Ono beat Hubi, <laughs> Super Kahlo, Hector Garza and Liz Mark Jr. in an eight-man tag. That's a random Lucha eight-man tag that went four minutes. Right? That's <laughs> damn. That's, that's a main match. event. That's a main event in Triple A. Rick Flair and Kurt Henning beat Conan in six in a tag match that went five minutes. And the main event was Scott Hall and Randy Savage beating DDP and Lex Luger for the tag titles 
in less than 10 minutes. The longest match on this card was the Alex Ray Ultimate Dragon match. And it Damn. was 14 minutes. Well, that's what happens when you're on, you know, free TV and, you know, you just yeah, have that pay-per-view. <laughs> have a pay-per-view on free tv yo this was the final clash this was the final clash of the champions uh yeah so i think the two clashes before that right what was the clash that had hogan and uh flair uh probably like 32 there was no oh actually not 32 34 had uh it was Wait, no, because this was... Uh, I'm going to have to start watching Classic Champions. That's what we should be 35, doing. 35, heck no. 34 had... <laughs> um, Hogan wasn't on 34. He was on one of them. He fought Flair for one. Oh, my God. Check this card out. Malenko versus Ultimo Dragon, which Demolenko. went 15 minutes. Scotty Riggs versus Mike Enos. Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs. Yeah, that name. Is, uh, super, super. Jericho Supercalo and Chavo versus Conan LaParka and Mr. JL, aka Jerry Lynn. Damn. Oh, Harlem that's Heat. when he was in the that's when he was in the fucking in the mask. mask. Harlem yeah, Heat yeah. versus the Renegade and Joe Gomez. Oh, oh god. weren't even a tag. This match was three minutes. There weren't even tag titles online. It was just a tag team match. Masahiro Chono versus Alex Wright. Please. That sounds like a good match. Eddie Guerrero versus Scott be. Norton. Ooh, why would they do that to Eddie? Jesus. Benoit versus the Taskmaster. Oh, God. AKA, that was when he was yeah. Sullivan. 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 False <laughs> the Steiners versus. The Steiners versus the Amazing French Canadians. Yeah, so that's. Uh, AKA so... the Quebecers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quebecers. With Colonel Robert Parker. What? <laughs> Yeah, Colonel Robert Parker was like, I don't know. That was and Luger versus Scott Hall. Oh, that sounds like a good match. The world championship was not even there was only one title match on this whole card. And it was a cruiserweight title. Mm, I swear there was a what year was that? That was ninety-six. Six? So this was ninety-seven. This is January twenty-first, ninety-seven. Okay. Oh, I'd be forgetting that they'd be having multiple clashes. Right, so they were they had they had <laughs> clashes once a month. So they would yes. have the they would have clashes month to month, and then they would have their pay per views later on. Well, not month to month because Clash twenty thirty four oh, was in January, and then Clash thirty five was in August. Okay, so not month to month. So about every four months, then. Wait, no. Seems like yes, no. It seems like no. Every seven months, because August is the eighth month in January, so it would be like seven to eight months. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like to lock those Clash of Champions. I think they not not the ones during the end of course, but the Clash ones. uh Hogan Hogan and um Flair was Clash 33. 33. 33. Oh, okay. Oh, that was, to me that was, that was a good clash. I like that clash. Ray versus D Malenko. Yep. VK Wall Street versus Jim Duggan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Conan yeah. versus Ultimo Dragon. Yep. Medusa versus Bull Nakano. Yes. Sonny Ono was pulling double duty because he was with Ultimate Dragon and Bull Nakano. Eddie versus DDP. That was a good match. The Giant beat Benoit in 23 seconds. Damn. <laughs> Harlem Heat fought the Steiners and Sting and Luger to a no contest. That was the only disappointing match because they legitimately fought Emily Downs. Not the giant beating Benoit in 23 seconds. That needed to happen. And oh. Flair beat Hogan by DQ. 
<laughs> how long was the match? Eight yeah, minutes. I was going eight minutes. Oh, the longest God. match was the triple threat tag, which was like ten, yeah, was ten minutes. No contest. It was thirteen. Yeah. Oh shit! And then before that, the uh, <clears throat> then Ray versus Demolinko was twelve minutes. Right. Yeah. So that triple threat tag match is really good. Then you teleport to the ending. Like, why would you do that? But whatever. So I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I was, we were putting it off. Elimination Chamber was Saturday. I didn't watch the whole show because I actually had to go do something. I saw the first two matches actually. Did you watch it eventually later on, or did you just no, watch the rest I, of it? I kind of forgot to go back, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, all in all, I heard the show wasn't bad. To be honest, it was okay. It was mid. It was I mid, use, yeah. I mean, it's like I used to use lingo look, nowadays. Look, Ray beat Miz in eight minutes <laughs> on the pre-show. That broke my heart. <laughs> Reigns, hey, Reigns tapped out that boy Goldberg. They said, <laughs> they said on Twitter, they said Roman old yeller Goldberg. <laughs> oh, he choked that man out by technical submission. Definitely wasn't expecting to see that. Put that man to sleep. When does Goldberg tap? No, nah, Goldberg don't tap. Exactly. I can't even think of a time. I believe. <laughs> Robert just went out left. Yeah, he said, "Nope." <laughs> what happened? That man, right. si- that man's signal said, <laughs> "He said, nah, buddy, nah, buddy." <laughs> he said, "I believe." Doom <laughs> said, "No, nah, I don't care what you believe." I thought he had froze up because I was going to be like, "Come on, Rain Man." <laughs> when did Goldberg tap? Having your connection, egghead. <laughs> Was not expecting that. He said, I believe. Nope. Wait, what happened? You cut out. I don't know what happened. You dipped. Yeah, I, I know. Well, no, what happened was my dad trying to call. So, But what were you guys saying? We were talking about Roman, Old Yeller, and Goldberg. <laughs> Yeah, and then I said that that was the first time he he lost by uh, submission. Yeah, Roman put that man to sleep for good. <laughs> what they said that was Goldberg's last match on his contract. Yeah, oh, <laughs> some people people were like, oh, I hope he doesn't go to AEW. That's like the one person people were like hoping he don't go to AEW. Like <laughs> at this point, I want Goldberg to go to AEW and just spear. Like eighty percent of the roster that's not top guys. Needs to needs to spear Sting. What needs to <laughs> stop it? He needs to run it back. He needs to be like <laughs> he needs to spear Sting. Alex, a wild boy. He said it's been twenty years too long. Twenty years plus too long. He'll run it back. Goldberg don't that's even need Goldberg to be. Goldberg up. never needs to cut <laughs> a promo. He just needs to come out during random matches and spear people and then just leave. Just be a whole menace. For like a fifty-five year old man, that'd be. You know, a good way to extend your career. It's like come, somebody come on, spear people every. It's like months. you got like, um, freaking Wheeler Utah and one of the private party dudes in the match, and Goldberg just comes out and spears both of them, and then just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even explain why he does it. He just does it and leaves. 
She sort of spears random people backstage. She like spears Marvez. <laughs> Just rigging untold havoc. The women's elimination chamber, I thought, was solid. Um, Bianca won, you know, which was good, even though my pick was like, what were my picks? My pick was like Liv and yeah, no, I think I picked Rhea. I was, I mean, I wasn't disappointed in the match. I was just like, I mean, Rhea looked like a snack. Bro, everybody was looking like a snack. Even Honeydew. You say, honey, uh, you say Honeydew? Yes, because Dewdrop was yeah. looking like Honeydew. Just call her Piper Niven. This is what I call her. <laughs> I'm just, just calling her Piper Niven. I completely forgot. I completely forgot. When I said I Honeydew, know, I was like, no, I mean, that does sound good. right. <laughs> That's a, no, no, that's a good nickname. I like that. It's never called her honey. Honeydew. Life. Honeydew. That's what I'll just call her honeydew. <laughs> I said that one like a honeydew melon. Yeah, like, like okay. Calm down, Alex. I like that. She married. I know, Alex. I know you're going to go hey. feisty over there. But that oh, man, down catastrophic. I'm not I'm not Kanye down, so I mean I got something going for me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, hey, Liv was selling her ass off in that match. No, yeah, I was gonna say all of the, all of the women did really good in that match, uh, especially Alexa Bliss. I was actually kind of surprised by how big of a box she got. Uh, I'm surprised that she came back in her same gear. I thought she'd have something a little bit different, but I, no, she I thought she was normal. I thought she was like a Harley Quinn. Like completely broke my heart when she was swinging on that swing. <laughs> I thought that was no, my, my little one loved that. But it was cool because she was she was upset at first that Alexa Bliss lost, but then she was like, "Wait, I like Bianca too." So Bianca winning is okay too. She like damn Himiko Toga. <laughs> that's who freaking that's who damn Alexa looked like from My Hero Academia. But um, <laughs> I did yeah. Those are like the only two matches I watched. I did not watch the rest of the show because I was gone. But okay, so let's Naomi and Ronda won. Okay, yeah, that was. Ronda had to have like one arm tied behind her back. I did that for that match. I did. I I'm trying to watch that. Yeah. I, Somebody said around. this was like Naomi's first pay per view win in like almost two years. Yeah, that's true, by the way. Yeah. I think they said the last match she won on pay per view was the women, was like one of the women's battle royals of Mania. I thought her last match she the championship and she had to give it up. Was that not the match? Which one? The elimination chamber that she won the title and then she had to give it up the next day because she got hurt. I think that was before the. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, Naomi and Ronda won because why wouldn't they? Drew tried to murder Madcap Moss. That match was crazy. Madcap was doing the most in that match. Hey, for men that don't have no pads or shoes and wear suspenders. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, ladies right. and gentlemen, make sure you do your neck bridges. That's all I got to say. Always do your neck bridges, because that's the only reason why that man survived. That man was looking like a crushed Coke can. Like, he's just like, I said, I said yeah, Alabama. Was... Every time I see an Alabama slam, I'm like, damn, somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> and then, <laughs> lo and behold, lo and behold, that man. Oh, what happened? Hit the top of his head. I did said, he oh, God. Duck, did he duck his head too early and that's why he oh. he landed like that? Or no idea. I know his head was ringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the Becky Lita match was good. Yeah, that was a good. Match. Yeah. I thought it was. 
thought it was all right for what it was. Oh, Al- is this, I, is this I, where we find out that Alex is a hater? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm happy listen. Becky won. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know. You can't teach you can't teach an old pup new tricks. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Whoa. What? <laughs> what a leader you Lita. Alex Lita, a hater Lita. and he ageist. <laughs> like as ageist as my guy. We can chime in on this. Leader talking about, oh yeah, this this is a this is a, this isn't a, a one and done. This is gonna be a multiple thing, you know, like this is gonna be a long thing. Nah. <laughs> Rike. <laughs> Just give it up. You hear this man slandering these women like this. I don't know, man. Like he she did do the cool little counter when the man slams the DDT. Did y'all see her twist of fate? Or that was that was all Becky's fault. That had big that had big Kanye energy. That man said, Do you see her twist of fate? (laughs) (laughs) Kanye in that dang soldier boy verse. Do you hear that? Uh, I I feel like that was Becky's fault, you know. There's a devil's advocate here. Now it's just a hater, bro. He don't like Lita. I don't think she does like Lita the Mexican. He don't like Lita. He, she's not Mexican. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he don't like Lita. He don't like Natty. Well, no one yeah, likes no, Natty. I, well, I, I like Natty. Natty. I like looking at Natty. I, I just Natty's okay. Yeah. I just don't like it. She needs to retire. I'm pretty sure there's a retirement home in Calgary that she can Yo, to. stop. Bruh. She is not she, that old. She needs to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hold on. So you don't say that. Oh, Listen, all I got to say is Natty needs to retire. I don't want to see no more world she, records broken. She, she needs to get a world record of, you know, getting pregnant. So then, you know, say my boy Tyson <laughs> Kid could come in, uh, as, you know, in her a, spot. You know what I'm saying? A world a, record for getting pregnant. I'm just trying to see Tyson Kidd come back. And if that means Natalia's going to get pregnant for that to happen, then so be it. That's how I feel. Uh, Tyson Kidd needs to go to NXT level up. That was out. out. Don't just fit my man like that. <laughs> nah. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but in all seriousness, eh, like I said, the match was all right. It wasn't like, damn. Lita came back after like 15 years. Great match. You know what I'm saying? She put on a barn burner. Nah, that didn't happen. So, and that's what I was expecting. So, that's why I'm saying it. So, yeah. Yo, who, who putting these sus tweets out here? No, that can't be real. But anyway. What? 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 What about Brian Cage? About Brian no, Cage? not about Brian Cage getting a year extension because Tony want to keep him hostage and he don't want to do nothing else with Russell. I don't know what Tony want to do. I don't know what he want to do with Cage. Not put him on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, he has to get better first. <laughs> he needs to have his match with John Moxley so he can figure out who's the real Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what shit are you talking about? Oh, okay. This is interesting. Sean Ross Sapp speculates that AEW will eventually acquire the ROH tape library and thinks WWE is no longer in the tape library business. Oh. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd rather WWE get it just because there'd be a bunch more stuff on the network. But, you know. Yeah, so it's like, what? Okay, AEW requires the rights for their television. But, like, what, what they going to show? That's the thing. What they going to show it on? 
Exactly. Looks they don't like have a streaming gonna, service. They about to yeah. they about to get hooked up with Fight TV. You know what I'm saying? You pay the however much it is, and then you get access to the library. They're gonna go the cheap way because they ain't got the money. Because they're building that expensive as a video game when they could have been using it to build a streaming service. That's right. Yeah, so I heard. Let them know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. This is the iffy one. I don't know. I really don't want AEW to buy ROH is streaming or not streaming. But they're I want. I want, so you don't hear I want about this. Um, apparently, this stuff with like the control your narrative thing. I heard Did Austin Aries is a part of that. Yo, yeah. when I heard Austin Aries is a part of it, I said, "Well, guess I'm not looking at this." I heard also the that's what I heard. I don't know if that's real or not. I'm trying to from like Patrick Clark. Control your narrative. Hold up. Shit. I wonder. He's like. I wonder if Marty Scurll will show up then. Yeah. Right. And freaking Jake Gallagher. Jake Gallagher. That'd be our roster. Or Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, pretty much all the wrestlers I got, got pretty much expelled, got cut off for good reasons, of course. Yo, I love that the internet is so thirsty over Nikita Lyons. <laughs> what was she? What did she used to do? She was. She's been like, she wrestled before on like Wow, as like the Lioness. I remember seeing her there, and she's. I, she also does like music and stuff like that. So, okay, she's single. Nah. She got a man's. That's a question you gotta ask her. Cause you know what I'm saying. I seen I seen a video of her. Uh, I think it was a clip of I guess the interview that she's got. Bro, everybody talking about when is Veer coming to Raw? When is Gable Stevenson gonna show up? That man been signed for like almost a year at this point. He was drafted on TV. Haven't seen this man cut a promo or nothing. Haven't seen a right. vignette. Nothing. I suppose we should finish this card up real quick. The Usos and Viking Raiders never had a match. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Apparently, that was the plan. Some people thought because the vignettes and stuff were going so long that the match got cut short. But no, apparently, that was always the plan. Well, that's an easy paycheck. (laughs) For real. (laughs) (laughs) Just show up to walk down the ramp and do nothing. Right. Easy check. Easy money. And then Brock Lesnar won the Elimination Chamber. I heard he went off script and he wasn't supposed to like bang open the, the pod door, but he broke it open anyway. Mm-hmm. It's Brock. That's Brock. I feel like Brock Lesnar could fucking pull a fast one and, you know, if he wanted to, you know, he'd change the finish. Nobody would say shit to him. Yeah. What are you going to do? Tell Brock Lesnar no? <laughs> do you really want to tell Brock Lesnar no? I mean, you could. Sure. I mean, you could, we'll but I mean, Brock Lesnar would be like, okay, that's cool. And then he would just do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. So now the match against Roman is like title for title. Right. And you notice how they're saying it's not a unification match. Which is trash. Which is super trash. Winner take all. Just unify the belts. Roman's going to win. And then he's going to have both titles. And then at WrestleMania Backlash, he's going to defend it twice. And then he's going to lose the WWE title. And then he's going to keep the Universal title. Who the fuck is going to beat him for the WWE title, Robert? If you Seth say Rollins, Seth Rollins, the only, 
Get off. <laughs> I thought he was about to say Ooh. Cody Rhodes. Woolleave. Woolleave. Who has Roman Reigns' number? Nobody. That's why he's had the title for over a year. He has to beat Seth clean. I never seen him beat his his shoulders one two three. Robert, I knew you were going to talk some cash money nonsense because you're showing a freaking Xbox controller right now. Like, woof. <laughs> That's why Xbox players suck their thumb listen, when they go to sleep. Like, <laughs> listen, man. Okay, so who who should beat him for the WWE title? Because it won't be Bobby Lashley. Nobody that's going to be born in the next twenty years. <laughs> that's who so should do be. You Roman think he Reigns. holds it? He holds oh, it. You know, that's a good point. He holds it. Okay, that's fair. He holds it until WWE goes under. And then he'll take it to Impact because we all know Impact will be the only wrestling company left in 100 years. Well, you know what's going to happen if he holds it for that long. People are just going to say what you're saying right now. Why does he unify the titles? I'm saying that right now. I've been saying that for the past three, four years. Unify the belts. Why do you need two world titles? You know what they need to do? They need to have all the champions just go to both shows. And then that's how you... You make competition because you want to be on both shows. I don't shows. know. That, that's, get, that's chaos. You, you're getting paid more. I'm not saying you have a match on every show, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? like Alex, that sounds like the wild card rule, and the wild card rule was hot garbage. <laughs> Vince didn't even know how it worked after the first week. You know, you attempted it before. You figured out how you fucked up. Now you come back and you Here's you how you do it. You only have one. No, actually, no. You only have two people, three people float. The three people that no four you have four people float. The only ones that float are the world champion, the women's world champion, and the women's tag champions. Six because the actual tag team champions they need to float too. I just have everybody float except the U.S. and IC tech champions. They stay on their brands. That's it. But I definitely unify the world titles and the women's titles because you don't need two sets of those. It would make Survivor Series less stupid. They could. They could. Send them belts to fucking, or you know, I'm saying you could have two belts on NXT. Level up, because yeah, NXT is its own thing. So NXT is its own thing. It doesn't really. They yeah. pretty much done that now, so they can have a world champion. But they need. I can't hear you. You sound like you're fifty miles away. I said that I. Uh... I told my dad about the new show, about the, the name of it, the NXT Level Up, and uh, he he paused for five seconds. And was like, no, really, tell me the name of the. Show. I mean, it's not it's not a great name for a show. The fact He's that like, the way are, they are you joking? Are you joking? Is that... I was like, no, it's called NXT Level Up. The way they distribute like, the show is stupid. The way they distribute the show is stupid because you can watch it live on Peacock, but the replay is not for like two weeks and i'm like you just showed it why can't you okay yeah that's stupid too it's just like just sh- i don't know man maybe it's not gonna be watchable i need all i know is i just need to get back to watching these progress shows because they still show those on the network and i think jonathan gresham is going to be the next one so and Ilya yeah, dragnov is and Ilya dragnov is going to face car noir i think <laughs> on one of them. so that's on uk right no, progress. I mean, progress is a UK in promotion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But WWE, they kept. They've had a partnership with WWE for like the past year, so they've been putting their shows on WWE, on the network. Uh, that's that's what I, I like. I keep saying I just unify the belts. Um, I don't know what Ricky's doing. He's probably eating. He's probably eating pizza. Probably eating the whole Dude. pizza. Yeah, I would unify. I got super super disappointed when they just said that there's just winner take all. 
But it's like, well, if you're going to have Roman win it and hold it for that long, doesn't that mean the Rock is just end up winning both titles? Rock shouldn't beat him either. If anybody thinks Rock should beat Roman Reigns, they're stupid. No, I'm sorry. You're dumb. You <laughs> eat crayons. And... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying it could. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I'm not saying he should either, but I'm just saying I wouldn't put, I'm like, put it I'm past saying, him to be to do that. I'm saying you got, if you think he should win, if you think Rock should beat Roman, you got Rocks for Brains. And your mama should be ashamed of herself. Like, that's pretty much what it is. Then who should beat Roman then? That's the question. I just told you. Nobody. Braun Breaker. Roman Roman needs to be champion for another at least 13 years. Do-rag Vince. (laughs) Bring back do-rag Vinny. Uh, No, they don't have any stars, so I guess no one can beat them. Drew, maybe, in like a year. I don't know. I don't think Drew's beating them. Build Drew back, Drew back up, and do that. Uh, hell, AJ would be Ooh. fun. AJ could be Roman. I was gonna think maybe like a super young guy, like uh, who's new? Gable Stevenson. Like I don't fucking know. You mean like Austin Theory? Young? Oh god, I like Austin Theory, uh, but sometimes WWE seems like I, they don't want me to like Austin Theory. <laughs> I was gonna say I've heard something. Sort of problematic about Austin Theory, so I don't know if it is PC to like Austin Tampa. Theory now. But what do you know, Adub? What's the scoop? Hey, we we ain't doing that on the show. It's a speculative. Yeah, no, it's from what I read, it's allegations. Literally speaking, yeah, allegations. Okay, so it's you know nothing set in stone, nothing like that yet. So we got that. I know. We got—I don't know who. You know, he's got to build somebody and see what happens. But Roman hasn't had a bad match with literally any of his title contenders yet. So it needs to be it needs to be Gunther. That's what it needs to be. Big E. They're not. I don't. I mean, they should be Big E. You're right, but I don't see them pushing him again. <laughs> Bring back Heath. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, Cody Rhodes. Yo. I'm sorry, I can't even say that with a straight face. Yo, can you imagine? Cody comes back, beats Roman for the world title, and then he just all over social media <laughs> with it, like tagging Tony Khan and tweets. <laughs> oh, dude, I think they got some heat with Cody, bro. Jericho said, What's his like? He's like, You know, I, he was talking to Eddie Kingston. He was like, Yeah, I remember your first match here against what's his name. I was just like, damn, they can't even see Cody Rhodes' name on the TV. They have to say, what's his name? I don't want to hear anything for Chris Jericho. His mama and his wife were at the insurrection. That's a I L guess. he will that's a L he needs a tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was just like, Hey, Chris Jericho, I'm not here to talk. I'm not a sports entertainer. You're on the wrong street, homie. That the sports entertainment shit down the block. And make it more, more money. I'm sorry, but yeah, no, no, Jericho put him in his place. He... Don't worry. He was just like, don't worry, you'll never be there, Eddie Kingston. Don't worry. He's like, you're damn right. Let me tell you about sports entertainment. But he got a, but he got a contract, <laughs> and he didn't want it. That was the biggest thing I did not like about his feud with Moxley. 
where he was like, but, you went to WWE Jared- and you left me in the Indies, blah, blah, blah. But then he said in like an interview, he was like, yeah, they gave me a contract like before I signed with AEW, but I didn't want it because I talked to my mom and she said I wouldn't be happy there. And I'm like, but you've got to, so why are you mad at Boxley if they offered you a contract? Jericho said the reason why he didn't sign that contract is because he has he's afraid of success. He knows Ooh. that he's always going to prepare. Yeah, that's and actually Jericho, oh, Jericho. Jericho had one bar. He hasn't had one in two years, but he found a bar. Hey, you're you're on the mic with Eddie Kingston. We have to do bars, bro. Kingston can go. He said you're afraid of success, Bucko. Yeah, that's what he walked out with. He's just like I'm looking at your eyes right now. I can tell you can't because you're afraid of success. You've proven you're afraid of success. This is your big moment, your big time. You've never been the big one. You've never been in the big one. I am the big one. I don't give a, Jericho's like, I don't give a shit what Tony Khan says. It's not Daniel Bryan. It's not John Moxley. It's not any of these guys. It's not the hangman. It's me. I am the draw here. You have the biggest match of your career and you ain't going to win because you don't win the big one. You're a loser. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm going to lie. Based off that, I, I, look, I've been saying for a while that Jericho needed to like chill with everything, but I kind of hope he beat Kingston. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Kingston. Kingston was just like, hey, that's fine, but don't bring me that Jericho that had a match with the Bobiso match. What do you have? Orange Cassidy? Oh, yeah, he's like, don't bring me. He was just like, don't bring me that Jericho. Don't bring me that Jericho that like had his ass thrown off the cage by MJF. You know, don't bring me that Jericho. Because if you bring that Jericho, I'm gonna eat you alive. And I was like, oh, this promo's getting pretty hot. Pretty nah, hot. Jericho's like, okay, I'll beat you. I'll bring you that Jericho that beat Shawn Michaels in the ladder match. <laughs> right. No, that's the Eddie Kingston. He's like, I give me that Chris Jericho that uh, uh drew buckets in Tennessee that uh. Uh, yeah, that was a world champion in uh, all over the world. And, I was about uh, to say, he was like that. He mentioned Triple H. Nobody, he mentioned H Man. He was just, he was just like, give me, give me the the Chris Jericho that your boy Paul Levesque hated so much, that your best friend hated so much, or something like that. But he did say Paul Levesque. So I was just like, huh. well, he, Paul Levesque isn't a trademark name, so. So I was like, oh, he's he's trying to make this deep. So yeah, no, I like the promo between those two. So yeah, they had two really good fire promos from AEW last night. So good, good for that, I guess. One of them not being the hangman, which is kind of bad, but that's neither here or there. Right. But yeah, no, that that revolution card just real fast. Speaking of that, is is probably loaded. It's pretty loaded right now. Not probably. It's, it is pretty loaded now. Because it just added Eddingston and Jericho and Maxim Danson. So what's happening in the Ukraine is absolutely horrific. Seeing USB a downplaying is really fucking weird and disgusting. Why is it weird? We are America. Why are we okay? It'd be the norm. <laughs> We've done it for so long. Yeah, for like oh, here we go. Here's a tweet that may or may not age well. Okay. With all these eyes on AEW product, with these megastar wrestlers involved, it's an important time for AEW. It's a chance to bring in new fans and make pro wrestling cool again. WWE has turned wrestling into a joke and pushed people away. AEW can bring them back. I believe in Tony. Oh, you saw that tweet too? Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I just saw it. 
Yeah, this girl's not that one. That's obviously a guy who strictly does AEW and that. Yeah, somebody said this dude said mega star wrestlers, and somebody was like mega stars. LOL, Austin, Rock, Hogan, Cena were megastars. There's not a megastar in the business right now. And if there was one in AEW, they wouldn't pull ratings in the 800K. Someone said this. John Cena is probably going to be the last megastar in wrestling pro history. I mean, history of professional wrestling. Pro Cena's popularity as a whole has dropped off so badly that I don't even know if it's even possible to produce another one. I mean. Yeah. I thought there'd be someone bigger than John Cena. I just don't think it'll happen anytime soon. Maybe in like I think 15 that- years or so. I don't I, like I when John Cena finally retired. <laughs> they they're, they're not going that route no more. They're not looking for the next John Cena. They're they're they think WWE is the star now. There's not one star anymore. I love sometimes. I mean, because it goes both ways. But I love when you call like when you make a slight point. It's like hardcore, not the fans. Hardcore stands of like AEW, and it goes to WWE too. If you like say anything, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Oh, you a WWE fanboy? I'm like, no, I'm just pointing out how your argument has holes in it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Right. I, I remember there was a tweet. I don't know who said it. Obviously, a guy who's a mutual, mutual uh, side, but he was just like, if you if you have a Twitter account and you tweet at me with AEW or WWE in your at name, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't have me. You're just wasting your time because all I know is that you're biased and you're just like, they're the problem. And that's true. I don't like anyone that says anything with the company in their at name that's not working for the company. If you're not working for the company and you're putting AEW and WWE, you're obviously trying to be a troll. You're trying to stir shit up and be one-sided. And that's, you know what I mean? It's rude yeah. for wrestling. Yeah. I think... I think one thing that people point out a lot that I don't know if gets talked about a lot is that that w, like some people see his detriment in, in a way it kind of be it kind of is it's like well WWE appeals to kids and AEW appeals to like teens and adults I'm like I got you and you're right but that's how WWE wins because they appeal to kids you know what kids grow into they grow into adults you know what those adults do they have kids you know what they're gonna do have their kids watch wwe spend money it's a cycle aw applies to teens and adults but shoot you at a certain point in your life you ain't trying to have no kids when you a teen and or an adult unless you already got some and it's just like look i know kids sometimes are shielded from a lot of stuff but i don't keep it a stack with y'all i'm not showing my kid that texas death match between lance archer and hangman page Stabbing each other with forks and bleeding around. I'm trying to show my kid that. Why? For what? So they can imitate and do bad shit? Like, no. I ain't showing them Phoenix's arm getting broke because he misjudged a dive. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I, was, I would say that my nine-year-old likes WWE a lot better. The only thing that she liked on AEW was Dante Martin. That was it. I'm not saying that AEW was a bad product overall because it's not. has a lot of problems, but WWE arguably has way more problems. But it's just like, you know, their thing appeals to kids for better or worse. And that's how they just keep it going. Because those kids grow up and then they'll keep watching. It's like, oh, I saw this as a kid. And they'll have nostalgia and then their kids will watch it. But I don't really watch a lot of AEW shows. Robert, do you see a lot of kids in those crowds? Bro, why do you always sound like you in a tunnel? How far are you? Yeah, not that far, actually. I don't know why I did that. But I don't see like I didn't hear a goddamn thing. It's gotta be messed up. Your mic gotta be messed up or something. Like your mic is messed up. 
And oh, okay, now it sounds. I don't know what is up. You sometimes you sound good, and other times you sound like you in the other room. Okay, yeah, yeah my bad, guys. Um, yeah, can you guys hear me now, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, you're right. your bad, My my main Six point was right I was now. trying to. My point was that WWE also appears not just kids, but like a whole family as a whole. You know what yeah. I mean? That like AEW is strictly for like that college like that high school college kid you know what i mean that thinks that you know doing a million different moves is pro wrestling i mean that's a cool demographic to you know to snag but you know the money makers with the you know the youth dude because they buy merch you said who beat them uh, Raw, Raw B A E W, and uh, the demographic. And what did Raw have on it this week? Raw, like, what was the show? <sighs> the highlights, I guess. The best stuff. On the it. highlights. The highlights would probably be Brock kissing babies and all that stuff. His promo, yeah, Paul baby, yeah, babyface Brock, and I seen uh, Bianca, the, the tech, Bianca Belair the, did her. What's it called? Bianca. Did her. Bianca and then uh, what about that? Yeah, yeah. What about that tag team match, the main event with uh, Seth Rollins and K, uh, KO and Seth Rollins versus RK Bro? Oh yeah, that was all right. Mm-hmm. That, was, all that right. was pretty good. Yeah. But other than that, so, the show was shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna shit. say so. The Dynamite got one point one million and point forty demographic, and then uh, Raw had 1.83 with 0.50 demographic. So they beat him by 10, but still. And I'm thinking to myself, man, AEW, I think every time I think AEW is getting close, I think to myself, no, they still need about 88,000 more people to even catch up with them at all. How the fuck are they going to turn up? That's what Tony needs to say. Like, how can I get 88,000 more viewers? They need, to see, you know you know, I mean? they need to expand their viewer base. I don't know how, but right now they, they're like, oh, yeah, they're bringing in that Laps fan. And then you got a few people like, hey, dude, maybe you love wrestling again. I'm like, you were always watching wrestling. You were just watching stuff that wasn't WWE. Don't play. The Laps fan that they claimed they were trying to get back, the people that left in like the 90s and early 2000s, they ain't coming back. They went, they watch UFC now. Yeah. Or they back. went back to watching sports, like boxing, sports, sports, football, like basketball, football, football, soccer. They ain't coming back to wrestling because nobody they liked is there anymore. You know when? Right. You, do you know when that lapsed fan comes back? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. You know when the lapsed fan comes back? When Goldberg's on screen. When Austin show up, when Rock show up, that's when the lapsed fan come, from the nineties anyway comes back. What about back. Sting? What about Sting? I guess. Yeah, but the, to the yeah, sure for some of them, but it's like to the victor go the spoils, right? Those who win are able to rewrite history. WWE won the war, so their stars are bigger than WCW's biggest stars, and the biggest WCW stars, some of them went to WWE. Your Ric Flair's, your Hogan's, your, you know, Nash and Halls, almost everybody everybody except like Sting was really the only holdout who never went until it was way too late for him to go. Yeah, it was way past that point. But all like your big name, big name WCW stars, Goldberg, DDP, friggin' Booker T, Scott Steiner, they all eventually ended up in WWE in some form or fashion. 
that's when the laps fan shows up. Now, the folks that dropped off in the early 90s before they had two there, you ain't never getting them back because most of them probably dead. <laughs> so we, you ain't never getting them back. AW yeah, ain't doing nothing to get them back. And no wrestling company is really doing anything to get those people back because they don't want right. to get those people back. That's that older demo than watched NXT. That's some folks that are pushing 40 plus. Shoot, like 50 <laughs> plus. It's like, oh, I remember. Uh, oh, I remember Randy Savage. <laughs> hey, I, I remember, remember the Randy Savage. Where's Tracy Smothers? Like, you know. God. Yeah, you guys are naming some great wrestlers right now. I'm just saying, though, that Labs fan, because I don't know what they mean by Labs fan, because if they mean the ones that dropped off in the 90s, I'm like, I don't no, know. Uh, I don't even think the 90s. I think to be a Labs fan would be someone who last watched, like, a, um, I guess, a John Cena or Batista match. WrestleMania? That, 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 like, that ruthless aggression era. Well, even then, most of them still are in WWE. Edge, Brock. Goldberg was part of that era for a bit. Like, uh, they do something completely different. I don't know what they're going to do because it's like, oh, yeah, we got punk. All right. That was cool for a week. He's doing his thing over there, but uh, you know what Tony's planning on doing, right, Marcel? I don't know if you heard the rumor or not. He has a dang announcement every week. At this point, it's just like, okay. (laughs) Did you remember to do it? The rumored announcement is that uh, he is planning a NWA, uh, not NWA, uh, New Japan and AEW show, like a qu- cross joint show, pretty much. Sure, uh, uh, that'd be interesting, but not New TV. Japan ain't, ain't trying to hear it. New Japan ain't got as much of a foothold as he wants people to think they do. Even if, like, because what a few New Japan talents have come over, right? Kenta came over. I don't know if that. Jay White's there now. He's not really doing a big number. Um, Suzuki showed up, didn't do a big number. Like, because the casual people that are channel flipping, they don't know these dudes. Maybe they might remember Kenta's Hideo on WWE a couple times, but it's just like they don't know Satoshi Kojima. They don't know Jay. They definitely don't know Jay White. They don't know Minoru Suzuki really. Like, right? They don't know Nagata. They don't know. They don't know Okada. Like. I mean, it's a good way to get exposure, but we've seen at least so far that AEW really ain't the best when it comes to some of these partnerships. I mean, look at Impact. Impact got a bigger bump from Mickey James just talking about being in the Rumble than they did almost the entire time they were partnered with AEW. So I don't know. Right. So, but I guess the last thing uh, I wanted to talk about this evening was Kyrie, the former Kyrie Sane, former Kyrie Hojo, she is back in stardom. Um, her first match, she's already announced that she's going to do a match. Her and Mayu are going to face Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka in a tag match. I forgot what show that's going to be on, but I think her first singles match back is going to be against Starlight Kid, who just had a pretty good match against Ozumi at the recent, uh, recent pay-per-view they did. It was pretty damn good. I just watched it. I wanted to mostly talk about Kyrie. She's not going by Kyrie Hojo anymore. She's going by Kyrie in all caps because she's boss and she can do whatever she wants. And she's in the best shape of her life. She looks amazing, by the way. Kyrie was never a slouch, but. Um, yeah, no, I saw that video where she uh, had that little thing in the ring. She looked pretty good. So she's she's back. And I kind of want to just touch on it a little bit, mostly because I think 
it goes to something I thought of, and I could be wrong, but just from my perspective, stardom is like kind of bad at marketing. Mm, why do you say that? I would just promoted the shit out of that. It, yeah, because they did promote it, right? And I say bad at marketing outside of Japan because I have a stardom world subscription. And yes, their main base is Japan, and that's who they should mostly focus on. But stardom, I think it, it, it's not the biggest. It's easily the most popular, like, Joshi promotion right now. Been around for years. You've had a bunch of talents come through there, both Japanese and non-Japanese, who've gone on to do, like, you know, big things. Uh, Piper's been there. Tony was there. I think she was the world champion at one point. Blair Davenport was there. EO, obviously. Kaidi. Shayna Baszler was there for a little bit. Like, you had all these people come through. And it's like their their foothold in the West is like almost non-existent because I follow their YouTube channel and it's very weird. Like they don't they're very selective on what they subtitle, uh, which boggles weird. which boggles my mind because I'm like what the fuck? Because like the last video I saw subtitle was when Saya Kamitani went to Ogao Rossi Ogawa's office to because she wanted a match with Ibushi. Uh. <laughs> She wanted to match with Cody Ibushi because her thing was like, okay, he does the Phoenix Splash. I do the Phoenix Splash. We've both done the Phoenix Splash in the, do- in the Dome. So I want to see who the master of the Phoenix Splash is. So she wanted to go talk to him about it. And that was when he was talking to Kaidi. We didn't know who she was yet, though. But a lot of people speculated that it was Kaidi. And that video was subtitled. But like almost every other thing they do now, it's not, it's not subbed and it's weird. And if you get on new, if you get on Stardom World, not New Japan World, you get on Stardom World. Um, a few matches have like post-match interviews or angles or whatever. Those will be subtitled, and like the pre-tapes before the matches will be subtitled. So it's weird to me. I guess because they got they got Bushi Road money now, so they can afford to do like bigger venues and stuff like that. And they're starting to get some exposure. And I think really bringing Kaidi in can help a bit in the west like Kyrie, like some people say oh WWE dropped the ball with Kyrie. i'm like i eh. she could have could she have been handled better definitely i think they could have given her a decent singles run but what she did there post nxt i thought was fine mostly you ask me the kabuki warriors are still the best wwe women's tag team champions that they've had to be honest like who's next after them Bailey and Sasha, I think. Like as far as like who's good. Yeah. The Boston connection. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like them. But to me, number one is like Kabuki Warriors. They're the only team that I think are they the only team that defended. No, they weren't because Becky Iconics, right? No. No, they didn't. I'm talking about the ones that defended it on like all three shows. I think Becky and Sasha did one time. Cause didn't they beat um didn't they beat Dakota and Raquel? No, 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 because they didn't have it anymore. I think it was like Tamina and Shayna had the titles. Not Tamina and Shayna. Shayna and Nia had the tag titles, and then they didn't face Raquel and Dakota, and that was when they got the NXT Women's Tag Titles, and that confusing fracar. But I – because Shayna and – because Shayna – not Shayna, damn it. Sasha and Bayley came down to NXT, but they never had a match while holding those titles, I don't think. Oscar and Kaidi did. It was only one, but they faced Tacey Teagan and Dakota, and that was a pretty good match from what I remember. So I think um, 
I think stardom could use Kyrie's somewhat notoriety in the States. It's not huge, but I think it's decent enough size where they could get more eyes on stardom from the English side. And the fact that they've been around so long and never did like an American tour is wild to me. Cause they've been around since like 2013, almost 10 years. I think they've been around 10 years, actually. They never did a tour stateside. And a few of their talents have done, like Mayu was ROH world champion, was ROH women's champion at one point. Um, a few of them have come through, like promotions, mostly ROH, because Mayu was there, Hazuki had been there, Kagetsu was there, Tam was there, um, Hazuki was there. Uh, they had a match at that New Japan MSG show. Stardom had a match there. It was like a six woman tag or something like that. Oh yeah, they did. They did. I yeah, it was like a six. That. It was like a. I think. Uh, I think Hana was in that match. So it was like it was a six woman tag. And I bring it up because like Tokyo Joshi, which is like another Joshi promotion that's getting steam. That was like a. It's like a spinoff of DDT. DDT, for those of you who don't know, is the promotion where uh, Kenny Omega faced a blow up doll. So. Uh-huh. It's like a spinoff of DDT, but before COVID, they were going to have an American tour. And I'm like, this promotion hasn't been around for nearly as long as Stardom has. And they're already doing American tour. Like, they were promoting it. Like, they had... There's this video. I'll probably put it in the group chat. Like, I don't know if it was every girl in the promotion, but most of the girls' promotion were, like, introducing themselves in English and, like, talking about coming to America for the tour. And like um like ninety nine percent of them cannot speak good English, but that wasn't the point, right? The fact that it was like the effort that was there, and they're like, okay, we're going here, we're trying to appeal to this audience. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting, but because of COVID, they never showed up. Stardom has yet to do that. Like Stardom uh-huh. has yet to like, like I keep saying, they got an American tour now for the longest because of COVID, they didn't have like any foreign talent. Now they do. They got Thecla now, and she's like Austrian and stuff. But so that's why I say Stardom's kind of like bad at marketing because it's kind of hard to like, unless you follow the Twitter or whatever pages, you don't really know what's going on. You got all like they're doing all this stuff on there. They're doing like variety shows, they're doing promos, they're doing all this extra stuff with the girls, but none of them are subtitled. So it's like if you don't know Japanese, you kind of don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's got to go by like. <laughs> subtext i guess you gotta go like, by body yeah body language or look in the comments and see if somebody translated it like <laughs> like you'll know yeah, yeah, no, they, they have those people like that too yeah some people do it's like okay yeah. this is the main point of what was in the video and but that's not that's not on every video though that's what i'm saying yeah so it's like i know you got it's a people, struggle like i know you got people there that can translate to english like they have an english commentator i don't think he's that good of a commentator but he knows the language i'm like you get like a team of people to just like translate say okay we're throwing this on the youtube here's the subtitles blah blah blah. throw that in there boom translate it there you go just to get it more accessible to people so you can show more people like okay this is this this is what's going on like people were hyping up the utami shitty match but if you're not like a hardcore joshi or stardom fan you might not know why that match was so good because you might not get the story behind it so that's why I say kind of, at least when it comes to the West, they're bad at marketing. I don't know how their marketing is Japan, which is probably solid. But, you know, since they got Bushi Road money now, I think they could afford to do a lot. So especially if they're more or less partnered with, they're pretty much partnered with New Japan at this point. And New Japan coming over here like three, four times a year now. 
Yeah, they do. They they come over here a lot more. Like I think they got a show in the U.S. Is it this month? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, and New Japan also has you know their Axis TV show, which also helps. I mean, but just imagine those like Stardom or any Joshi wrestling promotion though could get like on an American TV network like Axis. That'd be huge exposure. That'd be pretty awesome. It's like how yeah, like then, Japan blew up in the U.S. Like in February, they were in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like they were in February in Seattle. Um, they're in Tampa, March twentieth, for Strong Style Evolved. They're in Dallas for uh, a New Japan Strong taping, Lone Star Shootout. That's on the first of April. Then they're in Hollywood in April. Chicago in April for Windy City Riot, like like New Japan touring over here. So I'm like, what's like, why aren't they, why are they starting to tour stardom over here or any really Joshi promotion? They're probably nervous. That's one thing I could see is like, well, I don't know, maybe blah, 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 blah. But I feel like if you, for certain people, right, a certain section of fans, if they bring a New Japan show, if they bring a stardom show here and Kaidi's headlining it, I think they could get a decent number of people on there. I think so, yeah. Because of, like you said, the exposure that she had in uh, WWE. Yeah, because it it might not be as big as like, oh, like if Asuka was headlining or something like that. But enough people could be like, oh, Kyrie, I remember her from WWE, blah, blah, blah. I'll go watch this because she's in it. Like you you can probably fill up a few hundred people with Kyrie showing up. Headlining the show. Kyrie Senpai? I'm there. Say less. I'm about all her merch. So you have <laughs> her headlining. You put her in a good match headliner. Just like shoot her and Mayu versus shoot. I don't know. Shuri and Utami. There you go. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yep. Instant, instant five-star tag match right there. Two of like the old guard. Two of like the original trio. Because the third was my third was EO. So like two of the original trio and like two of the new guard. Boom. Right there. So, you know, that's just what I said. Like I said, I think Stardom's a good promotion. I've been watching a lot lately. I'm really starting to get a feel for, like, a lot of these, like, the girls and their personalities and who who is very solid. Like, it's gotten to the point where I'm, like, I guess because I'm so, like, you know, got WWE in my head a lot because I've been watching it so long. I've been watching some of the girls. I'm, like, she could work in WWE. She couldn't. Like, it just, I'm picking you. I'm, like, this person could probably work out. I don't know about this person, though. Like, for I reason, like, like, I think some of them could. Like, Mayu, no. Mayu's never leaving. She doesn't need to leave. There's some people who just don't need to leave their home promotion. She's their sting. Yeah. She's their Okada. She don't need to leave. Um, Now, would I be against her just doing a random one and done? No. But she don't need to, like, sign nowhere else. Um, I think Julia could thrive in WWE she's she's got personality she's got you know she's japanese and italian that's an interesting mix she's very cool julia uh leader of ddm i think she could work i think shitty could work in a sense she'd be more similar to how oscar was when she first got the nxt same thing with konami i think um starlight kid could probably work out especially since she turned heel she's shown a lot more personality recently Mina, Mina Shirakawa. I'd love to see Mina Shirakawa. She'd be hilarious. Um, like there's a few who I've been like, eh, 
they, they could probably get a shot. Like, in, I say WWE, but really just any NXT. American promotion. Yeah, NXT. Oh. It could just be almost any American promotion. I'm like, they could probably, you know, do something. But yeah, that's just my thoughts on, you know, Kaidi returning to Stardom because it's a huge deal that she's back and they're treating it like a huge deal, obviously. She's already starting a fuse. Like her press conference, she got jumped by Oedo Tai. Well, she got jumped by SLK, Momo, and Natsuko Toro, but she got jumped when she came back. Oh, God. They beat her ass. <laughs> then Unagi was just mad disrespectful, apparently, when she showed up. Like Unagi was like, I don't know who you are, and I don't know what WWE is, but <laughs> she's talking, I'm the gatekeeper star. I'm like, Unagi, why are you such a fucking bully? Like, I guess that's her, that's one of her traits. Like when a new recruit shows up, you know, when they announced, like, I'm going to wrestle for Stardom. Unagi's the first one to bring her ass out and be like, oh, you need to be tested. I'll be your first match. Like, bitch. <laughs> like, back up. Right. I'm your senpai now. She pretty much is what she do. She's like, I'm the senpai now. So, no, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Show you what it's like around here. And they beat her up at her press conference. She don't have to. She got she to gotta win all the bills. She got to win all the belts to make up for it. She got to win all the belts just because she got jumped. She got to make up for it. Like, that's That's like, because Starlight was cutting a promo on her while they were holding her down. And she mentioned something about WWE. I don't know exactly what she said, but the gist is probably like, oh, you left and went to WWE. Now you think you can come back here and run stuff? Nah. Nah, you ain't doing that. You ain't got no faction here. I don't think Kyrie was even in a faction when she left. Mostly because when she left, um, Stardom wasn't as faction heavy. Yeah, I think really she the only, left a long time ago too. She, that left, was what, she like, left like three years ago. I think was it three? It was like three I feel or four like years it was ago. longer than that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, she is thirty three. She don't look it. Anyway, no, she came to WWE in twenty sixteen, so she was there like four years. Because wait, did she leave in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? I think it was 2020 because then it rolled over yeah and she was but, an ambassador for a bit so yeah she officially left the company like 2021 so she was there five years total now wrestling time it was like four uh she left in december after her contract inspired expired right oh i wonder if she had a 90 day yeah, no because her contract because her contract about. expired so what do you say robert I said, yeah, that's another thing we gotta talk about. Are we gonna talk about Cesaro real fast since that just happened today? Um, yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean, there's that's not really fun. much to say I mean, right there's now. There's not that much to talk about other than he got released, or no, he didn't no, get released. No, he didn't they company. couldn't. They couldn't agree on a deal apparently because he was on like a year extension. So yeah, he they couldn't agree on a new deal, and he apparently just left. So yeah. he has a no compete. He doesn't. He doesn't have a no compete, so he yeah, can show up somewhere tomorrow if he wanted. Yeah, he said that he could good for him too. So, yeah, no, yeah, good, good for Cesaro. It's just a shame that WWE didn't really, you know, I mean, not for lack of trying. You had like four or five people in there. Some of them higher ups, like, nah, he's 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 great. He's the dude. He showed it in those two matches with Roman, but Vince was just like, mm. I'm honestly just thought he has a he has a WrestleMania victory under his belt. He did and beat He's getting up there. He's 41. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I didn't he's think he was movie. that old. I thought he was like late 30s at the very didn't least. He, didn't he join WWE like in 2011? He joined them in, yep, 2011. So he was there like 12 years. Mm-hmm. And only has like what? 
a couple of titles to show for it. Well, he's won the tag team titles. He's won tag team titles a few times. He tag is a he was a U.S. States. champion. Yeah, let's see. WWE one time U.S. champion, five time tag champion. Well, five time Raw tag champion. Once with Tyson Kidd and four times with Sheamus in the Bar underrated tag team. Probably the only time the I bar. really probably the only time I really liked Sheamus was the Bar. Um, he was SmackDown tag champ two times, once with Sheamus and once with Shinsuke. He oh, yeah. won the first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Mm. He won a Slammy for Best John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. <laughs> was that was another match that really made him, and I'm pretty sure John was singing his praises after that match, too, because him and John Cena worked out together anyway, or they did. Yeah, that's a shame. He should have been Intercontinental Champion. And he won a WWE year. He won a WWE year and award for tag team of the year with Sheamus. No, he should have been. With the world. That's the same I wonder if the Kings of Wrestling are going to come back now. I don't, even know, what, I don't know what Chris Hero is doing right now. They're saying that's the big number right now because there should be a third, uh, third tag team that's the revolution. Like tag, and then oh, I just feel like you're underwater. Oh, my bad. <laughs> When's the battle? Battle of LA or for LA or whatever the Dimbola already happened. Oh, shit. I hope. Well, I was gonna say if it didn't happen yet, that's who needs to be in it. It's Cesaro. He shows up. Yeah, the Kings of wrestling are gonna show up at Revolution. Well, I hope not. It'll be the mystery uh, tag team. Bola already happened, apparently. Damn. Daniel well, Garcia won Bola. Beats Speedball Daniel Garcia. He's on AEW. They keep trying to push him, even though I don't think he's that great. And uh, no, he had a he had a good match with Daniel Bryan last year. Saying somebody can have a good match with Brian Danielson's like saying water is wet. Only so held his own, so can't be that bad. Speaking of Rike, did you watch that Brian Danielson Lee Moriarty match? Oh, no, that was a pretty good match. Because that's, that that's, that's the only thing you said you were going to watch from AEW this week. Yeah, I, I never got around to it. I um, That I was forgot. last week. Or whichever week it was. I forgot what I was doing last Wednesday to where I missed it. Not watching it. This man was like. That man was in some cheeks. Nah. Rike was trying, like. He's I gotta, trying to be bashful. Rike was like, I got to watch AEW this week. Then he thought, why? Why am I watching AEW <laughs> this week? <laughs> he probably just you know forgot. <laughs> He's kind of, you know, Marcel's actually kind of right because I was like, "What?" He is, just totally he I, knew he had to watch it, but he I, just forgot I why. For, yeah, I forgot I was supposed to watch it, and then like the next day, I remember like, "Oh shit, I was supposed to watch that." But then I was like, "Man, what if they do some bullshit? Like, I got to sit through like an hour and thirty minutes worth of the show to get to Brian's <laughs> match." I was like, "I don't, I don't want to do that." I'll just wait till they pull some WWE shit and just put the whole match on YouTube so I can just watch that portion. Jesus Christ. In like two years. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> I was excited about that match, no lie, but I was just thinking, like, it would be my luck this one time I watch AEW, and the one time they don't put the match I want to see on first, they make me sit through an hour, 30 minutes of every all that other shit. Um, what? Uh, I think that was like in the middle of the ma- uh, card. I think that See? match was. See what I'm saying? Middle of the card, hour and thirty minutes. I call it. <laughs> Alex, am, am I 
Am I right on that one? Was it in the I middle or was it in the? I don't remember. I didn't watch. I didn't watch that week's. Uh, oh, okay. I've watched that week. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember when. I keep saying we're going to end it, but we will really end it on this. Robert, I found this list. I put it on the group. Eight great wrestlers Tony Khan might not resign. Now, this list is instantly dated for number eight, but I'm going to go through this, and I want you to tell me if you agree with any of these. So number eight is Cage. That's already dated. <laughs> since, since Cage got that one-year whatever option Tony exercised. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Helico. Yes, that makes sense only because I'm hearing he might retire or something. He got injured, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, tours, he got injured. Uh, ACL. ACL. Yeah, plays that too. Jack Evans, your favorite wrestler. Oh, yes, please. Get him out of there. I'm surprised he's still <laughs> Evans has not been used much by AEW ever since he lost to Orange Cassidy in a hair versus hair match. Yeah, I, forgot they, I forgot they had that. <laughs> It was on a rampage too. That was the main event of rampage. That's why rampage don't be hitting 500k. Leo Rush, he already left. Yeah, so there's two of them. When was this article? Two days ago. Leo Rush already left or said he was going to take. Yeah, as a freaking oh, this is just resigned in general. Like he won't bring him back. As of Valentine's Day, he's officially a free agent. How long was he even signed sure. to AEW? Like a month. Yeah, a month or two, and then he had his feud with Dante Martin. <laughs> he had a feud with Dante Martin? No, no, no. They, they feuded against Team Taz, is what I was trying to say. AEW should absolutely re-sign Leo Rush as soon as possible. Yeah, no. Why? Mm, wouldn't go that far. And yeah, yeah, Leo publicly bashed Tony for, you mean, talking on his neck of a big swole? I would have bashed him, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Hager. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a great... Now, he's a great amateur wrestler, but pro wrestler? Not really. With someone with a resume like Jake Hager, who is a former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, it would seem like AEW wanted to keep him as long as possible. Barely anyone remembers his world title run. Right, that doesn't hold up much weight. And he doesn't have nearly as much star power to be like, oh my god, we have a former world champion. Like, he doesn't. He's it's like his i'd say i would have said at one point that his reign was similar to genders but genders is better than him for the sheer what the fuck factor of them giving gender the title that already made way more memorable than hager you know what the most memorable thing about hager's run was he beat jericho for it he beat jericho for it yeah so yeah i would i totally forgot weren't you like super pissed at that cash in yeah probably because it happened too fast, remember? That's why I was pissed. Sunny Kiss. I keep forgetting Sunny Kiss is on the roster. Yeah, I know. Definitely get rid of Sunny Kiss. They have doing nothing. They have not done right by Sunny Kiss at all. <laughs> Bro. They could easily have the I'm like, y'all want to check off diversity boxes. Sunny Kiss is black and gay. And y'all just ain't done nothing with the dude. Hasn't yeah, Sunny Kiss had... been around since like the beginning? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He has and uh he had a few with Joey Ryan. Not Joey Ryan, <coughs> Joey, Joey Janella. Kiss has only been used on AEW twice this year. It's not wrestling Dynamite or Rampage since October 2020 after he the lost only, to Kenny Omega. The only, yeah, the only two matches that he had that were like under his belt were against Cody and against Kenny Omega. That was it. Oh, Anthony maybe he only Agogo, wrestles top stars. Bro, Cody killed Ogogo's career. <laughs> <laughs> like he beat him and then I think he got injured and then you haven't seen Ogogo since. Mm-hmm. After Cody so, yeah, pretty much told a black, after Cody pretty much told a black man that he solved racism. 
Well, yeah, so I would get rid of Sonny Kiss. I wouldn't resign Sonny Kiss. It's nothing that, like, oh, he's black or gay. It has nothing to do with that. It's just, if you're not getting used, you go somewhere else. Number so, one is very interesting. Number one is Andrade El Idolo. Yeah, you keep him only because you're, I guess they're playing with that. Yeah. No, actually, no, I, never mind. I take that back. We already have the, the matches from Rampage. So, never mind. I don't, I, I don't think. Would you call him like? Would you call Andrade the worst WWE signing they had so far? Next to Hager, yeah. Well, at least Hager's like. Well, I mean, Hager was he was in at least one or two main event angles, I guess, with the inner circle. Yeah, that's true. I was gonna say he left and did MMA, so that kind of like I would have been like, well, Hager's coming back is something different. Yeah, yeah, but El Idolo came back, you know, right after he got released. He went through like what three managers? Okay, Marcus, I ask you that question next week because if he doesn't win the TNT title, which part I don't know. I ain't giving that man the title. I think you okay, listen, hear me out here. You, you do the title switch on Rampage, so then you can be like, oh, well, anything can happen on Rampage finally. Something exciting happened on the show. Maybe I can turn it next week. Nah, they're gonna Maybe, give it to huh? they're gonna give it to Darby Allen, and then no. Elito is gonna be like, "Hey, so I'll wrestle Darby. you for the belt if you lose. You work for me." And then that's how. Wow. That oh, maybe they have have they had a triple threat for the title yet? The TNT title. I don't know, dude. You you watch the show more than us? Oh well, I was you're the you're the AEW guy. Okay. I don't so think so. I think, not the, not I don't that think I know. Okay. So maybe he just do the first ever triple threat and I'm trying to use that to get, like you win the first ever triple threat. Blah blah blah. And Jazzy Gabber says she got but actually, you know what? We'll uh we'll end it right there. So we will talk to y'all next time.